What is going on? What is happening? What's going down? We are back, baby. What's going on? All my movie-loving badasses. Shout out. We getting the shout outs out in front. Foist, baby. Shout out and love to all our channel members and Patreons. You guys rock. Thanks again for continuing to support the channel. That's right. It's your boy, Fat Samurai Guy. And what? What? Lady Fat Blood. She is here. I'm, I'm still here. She's still here. She's not fully 100% because she's been I'm under never, the weather. I will never be she's 100%. Never 100%. I, 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 it's, that's, 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 that's it. That's the point I've reached in life. That's it. You're never it's, 100%. It's time to just... <laughs> Just realize it, <laughs> accept it. I will never be 100%. Yes. Ever again. Yes, yes. But hey. you look, for somebody who doesn't look 100%, uh, you look pretty damn cute to me. Oh. Uh, don't know none of this biased commentary over here. You're biased. There's nothing wrong with my eyes yet. Good job. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm out of practice. I'm out of practice. All right. What's up, everyone? Well, there's a lot of shenanigans going on here because we got a little. A little uh, ragamuffin we running around. Gremlin running. We got around. a gremlin running around. Gizmo is his name. He's being uh, and um, yeah, we we made the mistake of feeding him after midnight, and now he's just a terror right now. But this is Gizmo. So throughout the stream, if you hear Samurai Guy like do that, that means he's biting me, biting my leg or feet. What's up, man? Look, you're a suit. You're a star. Look at him. Hold him up. Camp. Yeah. Pimp them out. Pimp them out. Terrible. Put them away. That's terrible. <laughs> so he's like, he's like, he's like fuck, fuck this, this man. <laughs> yeah. So if you, if you hear samurai guy, if you hear samurai guy go uh, throughout the stream, that's a uh, little man biting my feet. Hi. Yeah, man. <laughs> Hi. But what's going on, man? Hey, it's been a while, all of us together. So we're going to have some fun talking movies. We're going to do the Blu ray reviews first, get those out of the way. And then after that, we'll hang out for a little bit. It's what we love doing. But who who do we got in the hizzy? Who do we have? What legends have arrived? Who do we have? Jake Hall, certified badass channel member. What is going down? That's right. Heather's always throwing it up and flexing it. That's right. What's going on, Heather? Brandon in the house. Yeah, Jake. We starting in the ruckus right now. That's right. We got Severio. That's right. Happy Shark Week, everyone. <laughs> What's going on, brother? Brian Sanchez in the house. We got Steve-O throwing it up. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. There we go. Hello, the coolest dude on the planet. And the fabulous Lady Fat Blood. That's right. And the amazing. No, you're supposed to go the, what is it? The, 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 what, how's the hand wave? There you go. There you go, Kevin. <laughs> hey, good to see you, brother. Certified Badass Channel member. Good to see you, my friend. There we go. Who else we got him in here? Gizmo Gaga. <laughs> Yes, yes. Oh, there you go. He loves he loves some gravy, but he likes some some gizmo too. They might as well be related. They, they might as well. What is that? Kidjawag in the house. What's going on, brother? Yeah, more badass channel members showing up. Eric, what's going on? And the tribal chief. That's right, the tribal chief. And I, I was not doing Sabu. <laughs> so I wasn't doing Sabu. <laughs> The two to yep to do Sabu properly, you have to be confused looking, <laughs> and you got to go like. Then, then that's how you do the Sabu. What is going on, everyone? It's so cool to to hang out, get a chance to do this on a Sunday. Thanks again. Cheers. Yes, cheers. Boop. Thanks for hanging out with us. Boop. There's the world just exploded. Oh yeah. Ooh yeah. Well, it's great to see everyone. And we're going to be talking movies is what we love doing. 
Oh, she like Gizmo. <laughs> that's right. We the ones. We the ones. That's right. That's right. Oh, Jet, what's going on, brother? So the Kung Fu Extravaganza live stream was great. Well, I'm glad you enjoyed it, my friend. And all of you watching right now, if you haven't watched it yet, make sure you guys uh, check it out. Yes. Uh, we have a lot of fun being uh, goofy knuckleheads. Uh, but it was a Kung Fu Extravaganza was, a, was, a, was an amazing time. All right. But let's jump into these Blu-ray movie reviews. First up, brought to us by the almighty Well Go USA, baby. We're going to talk about Night of the Assassin. Don't 
a land of, of the, you know, the, the whole world's been torn down because of war. And now you have these different factions that send assassins to wipe each other out for power. And people, so very, who, people who have power are doing anything they can to keep the power. Yes. Trying to set up this, this dynamic that's yes. going on. And you get introduced to our character who's a badass. Um, uh, gets in. Oh, there you go. Oh no! And that's that scene that you saw. Yeah, in the, in the trailer. beginning, where, where they see the the, the kind of like the silhouette light of him um, through the paper, the that, rice paper, and he's killing all. Oh, it's so beautiful, gorgeous. That's that's at the very beginning of the that's movie. Very, opens up the movie. The, the beginning of the movie is great. Right now, keep in mind, I was not feeling well when we <laughs> yeah. initially began watching this movie. Right. And um, cut to an immediate tonal whiplash. Yes. Of wacky complete with not only wacky characters but right. wacky boing music yeah and um just a tonal shift in right. in, in in um quality and right. just just tone overall yeah. and you know like you're you're gonna get into forgiving yeah. the the low budget nature yeah because it's movie. a believe it or not it's a straight to streaming it looks like a straight to streaming small budget film i mean that trailer everything looks amazing but when you spend time with the movie you can see the wigs, you know. You can, you can see, see the glue. You can see the glue holding the wigs, and there's nothing wrong with that. It's a, it's a straight to streaming, uh, small budget film. There's nothing wrong with so it. So because I was not feeling well, yeah. and because of the tonal shift, and because of the nature of, we now have, we're now stuck in this tonal shift of just boing wackiness. Yeah. Uh, right. <laughs> it's funny. But and you didn't I'm get from the trailer right there. <laughs> because you started off so seriously. Yeah. And now we're constant, like for 30 straight minutes in this wackiness and right. this, where are we going? You checked out. I tapped out. Yeah, she, so... she tapped out. So I finished the rest of the movie. <laughs> Did you, you went to sleep, I think, right? Yes, I yeah, had, I to, had to go to bed. Yeah. I was not feeling so well, I, and so I, I was not feeling it. I did my due diligence to represent Well Go USA, and I finished the film, and I still like it. I still enjoyed it. It's It's a good movie. But man, it was it was it was so close to being great, and a lot of it, a lot of the boing, right? A lot of that, it kind of threw me, it did throw me off too. Mm. But what worked, the comedy that worked was the fish out of the water moments with our lead with our lead uh, character, because he's he's an assassin, but now he's being hunted, and it was an interesting dynamic because. He had an illness, so the more he he can't even fuck at this point, right? So I mean that sucks. You might as well just kill yourself. Can't fuck anyway. <laughs> shortest movie ever. What I can't fuck. That all right? That's it. The end. But anyway, if he does martial arts, uh, it fucks him up too, right? Uh, so it's one of those last hurrah for chivalry movies. One of those moments. Uh, but. Um, the fish out of the water. So he kind of just went rogue and underground and stopped being assassin killer. And he comes across this little kid and her mother and her little, her little, her little shop where she, you know, a little bootleg restaurant. And he's trying, he's basically working there to get free meals, you know, and that's, and then he becomes closer to uh, the family and whatnot. And I don't want to spoil too much, but the the fish out of the water comedy with his character and the family and being in the position he's in, that all worked. But you had a lot of goofy comedic, you know, like villains in the film too, and that that didn't work. <laughs> so that didn't work. I was like, not every villain has to be portrayed as a as a complete idiot. Like every villain, 
is a complete idiot in this movie. What are we going to do? You're coming over the hill, boss. Yeah, I saw they talk in the movie, too, by the way. <laughs> I'm just kidding. So, like, the main villain, I did like. The main villain, uh, the main antagonist was good because he had this, it was, it was a good acting performance, but he had this smug look on his face, this kind of smile that you wanted to do this to him. So the main villain, at least, was good. And you get a, uh, let's spoil the ending of the stream and hit that like button, folks. So thanks, Gilbert. <laughs> Thank you. What's up, Gilbert? How you doing, brother? Uh, but it, it it needed more fighting uh, for a movie that I thought was long. And I asked her, like, how long is this movie? It was only an hour, just over an hour and 40 minutes. Yeah, so it's kind of like a normal yeah. time. And for me, the pacing, I was just like, I felt like this was a longer movie. But I wanted more fighting and a little bit of less comedy. You can have the comedic moments spliced in there, but I wanted uh, less comedy, more fighting. But unfortunately, this is the plot that the movie's giving us where he can't really fight because if he does, it'll hurt his, hurt his heart and hurt his health. So this is, you know, so should I complain about there not being any fighting? Because that's the story, right? Uh, but that, you know, Samurai Guy is greedy. But the finale is worth it. The finale is worth watching. Big body count, beautiful sword play. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yes, other yes. Uh but yeah, beautiful sword play, especially when our our main protagonist fights two uh little mini bosses. The sword play is gorgeous. I could have watched them fight all day. So so it it's a good movie. I recommend watching it. Uh but it was it was this close to being great. So but there you go. That's our Blu-ray review, or my Blu-ray review, Night of the Assassin. Again, if you're still interested in checking it out, it'll come on digitally, DVD, Blu-ray, August 8th, or you can watch it right now for free on Hi-Ya if you try the free trial. So you can check it out there. All right, what do we got up next? Oh, all right, yes. We're switching gears now. We're switching uh, We're switching gears here. Hold on. I can bring it up here. We'll do some screen share. Uh, again, big, huge shout-out to MVD Entertainment Group. Uh, they have been giving me a lot of screeners and a lot of Blu-rays. And huge shout out. I really appreciate the love. And I'm going to return the love. But I'm still going to be honest because <laughs> you guys are here for honesty. <laughs> All right. But we have Hugo. Yes. We're switching gears now. Hugo. And this, and it came with a bonus disc mm. with uh, more special features. But I'm going to get into it. Um, I'm going to show you guys. We're going to do some screen share access so you guys can see. How cool this release is if you guys are fans of the film so i'm going to show hugo really quickly and then uh we'll we will talk about it because we it's been a while since we uh it's been a couple of years i think mm, it's yeah. been a long time yeah since we've seen uh hugo hold on i'm gonna i'm gonna blow it up a little bigger so you guys there we go and don't forget guys every blu-ray i'm talking about today all the links to purchase them and where to find them are in the description box below of the video. All right. So here we go. Hugo Limited Edition. Uh, beautiful artwork, as you can see here. Look at this. You get a booklet, poster, all the trimmings. Uh, beautiful artwork for a beautiful film. That's right. And this is available now, I believe. Yes. Uh, but yeah, let's take a look at some of the product uh, details. And then uh, we'll, we'll talk about, we'll give our thoughts on revisiting this film. So, Unlock the Secret. That's right. Academy Award winning filmmaker Martin Scorsese directs the audacious adaptation of Brian Selznick's award-winning novel, A Magical Mysterious Adventure, an exhilarating ode to cinema itself. That's right. 
Let's get to the product features. Here we go. Uh, high definition 1080p. And what's cool about the Blu-ray disc, guys, is that it has both the 2D and the 3D version on the same disc. I love what I love it when they do that. They did that with not Arrow Video, but when Dread 3D came out, it had both on one disc. You don't have to, you don't need a separate 3D disc. So yeah, the 2D and the 3D, which I I heard got great reviews for this Blu-ray, is on the same disc. But you get a double-sided fold-out poster featuring original and newly commissioned artwork by Tommy Pocket. Illustrated collector's booklet containing new writing by film Farhan Smith. Reversible sleeve featuring original and newly commissioned artwork by Tommy Pocket. So here we go. Disc one has the feature itself and extras. All right. 7.1 DTS 2.0 audio. Optional English subtitles. I'm getting bit. Ah, I'm getting bit right now on my feet. Ah. New audio commentary by filmmaker and writer John Spira, publisher of the Lost Autobiography of George. Milius. Wait. Come on, help me out here. Wait, where, where is it? Jo oh. Jaws. Mele? Me Mele? Mele? I thought it was Milliers. Milliers? Milliers. All We're right. Not French, goddammit. Theatrical. Where? Alan Delabi. Where are you? <laughs> Theatrical trailer. All right. This too is the bonus disc. Inventing Hugo Cabret, a new interview with Brian Selznick, author and illustrator of the original novel on which the film is based. This interview is great. I watched this entire thing. Very good. Uh, Capturing Dreams, a new interview with director of photography, <coughs> excuse me, Robert Richardson. The Music of Dreams, a new interview with the composer Howard Shore. This is another great uh, featurette. Just tons of stuff on here. Ian Christie and Hugo, a new interview with acclaimed film historian and editor of Scorsese on Scorsese. Secret Machines, Hugo on Film excuse me, Preservation, a new visual essay by filmmaker and critic Scout Tafoya. <coughs> excuse me. Creating New Worlds. A new featurette in which film, French film historian and author Julien Dufouy examines the life and legacy of George Milius and his impact on cinema and special effects. Papa George made movies. A new featurette in which film critic and historian Pamela Hutchinson explores the days of early cinema. Milius at the time of Hugo, a new a visual essay by filmmaker and writer John Spira and five... Archival featurettes. He's gonna he's gonna shut the stream down if he gets that wire. Oh Five archival featurettes on the making of the film, shoot the moon, the making of Hugo, the cinemagician, George Milius, the mechanical man at the heart of Hugo, big effects, small scale, and Sasha Baron Baron Cohen role of a lifetime. Yes. <laughs> so this is available right now, but even better, guys, the 4K of this release is also available. If you guys have 4K player and interested in 4K, yes. All right. All right. We are back. And Gizmo is being banished. Gizmo's being banished because he keeps biting me. <laughs> and he's tagging on the internet wire. If he tags on the wire, we're done. That's it. That's going to be a while before we hop back in here. Uh, but yeah, uh, Hugh. Now I watched, there we go, pronounced Melise. I'm I'm gonna, I'm gonna stick with Melius, <laughs> only because I like it how I like how. Most using Melius. 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 Okay, okay, got it, got it, got it. For us uh, uncultured American swine. Yes, yes. <laughs> um, but yeah, I I watched Hugo first many years ago, and then I showed it to you. I don't think we watched it together at the same time. Mm -mm. Right, and you know me being a huge Martin Scorsese fan. Um, 
Which I, I, am, I am ashamed to say this, but you you introduced me to Scorsese. Yeah. I, I can't think of a Scorsese film that I would have seen on my own without you. Yeah. I can't think of a And movie. so far, you've enjoyed all of them. I don't think I've showed you one where you were like, Ugh. yeah. Uh, but I remember the TV spots for Hugo came out, and I was like, I was like, Scorsese's doing like a child-friendly family movie. It didn't look terrible from the t- from the TV trailers, but I was like, oh, might be good, but not not really my thing. Um, so I didn't really go. I didn't go see it in theater when it came out. Uh, but he's protesting. What the fuck is this shit? Let me out. Anyway. I want to wreak havoc. I want to wreak havoc. Um, But yeah, I wasn't really interested. Um, But I don't know what made me give it a shot. So I watched it at home. I think streaming service. And I decided, ah, I'll give it a shot. And oh, so you didn't see it in the No, no, I had no interest. That's, that's sad. Yeah, I that's know. It's really sad. And the 3D was good. And we're not big 3D fans, but the 3D was good, they said, too. Oh, yeah. it was probably actually filmed for... It looked yeah, like it was Well, filmed. yeah. No, they had 3D cameras. Yeah, it looked like yeah. it was one of those. Yeah, where, yeah. Which, if you're going to um, do it, do it right. Stop this post-conversion. I know, I know. Head. So I watched it streaming, and what a wonderful movie. Like, I, you know, sometimes Samurai Guy gets pleasantly surprised. Again, watching something that I normally wouldn't watch. Uh, yes, it, I think it did get nominated for a lot of stuff. And I was, you know, at first I was like, okay, it's a it's a child's adventure movie. There's actually a lot more than that. By the end of the movie, I wanted to grab my goddamn phone. And I wanted to film something. <laughs> and I wanted to make a movie. <laughs> That's what this movie did to me because there was so much love. I, w- I didn't know it was a love letter to cinema. You know, with, you know, it's fiction, you know, like spliced in a little bit of, a, you know, George Milius, um life, the ups and downs that they're in there, you know, played brilliantly by Ben Kingsley. But you have this child's adventure and his connection with his father and all that. But I didn't really know the heart of it was... An ode. It was an ode to cinema. You have the 3D camera technology in here. You had practical effects. You had models. You had CGI spliced in there. And if you if you if you if you notice a <laughs> family picture, if you notice, uh, I mean, the, the, Scorsese threw in a little bit of everything. And this scene right here, there you go. This is like one of the one of the scenes where Ben and uh, we have Hugo here. We have George and Hugo here. Uh, of course, they didn't get along at first. He was a bitter, bitter old man, hated everyone, and he was just a toy maker. Which, with the interview from the author that's on this Blu-ray, I I had no idea that's act, that actually happened to him in real life. Studio, you know, times change. His studio shut down. He ended up burning a lot of his films and props. A lot of his films were lost, and he just became a toy toys toy man he just had his little toy shop and i was trying to find a photo of it to show everyone but you can actually see the photo of george at his little toy booth looking miserable uh but somebody found him and recognized him and the rest is history you know he had a little bit of a res- you know was it, was it reser- resurgence resurgence there uh which he which he really deserves but in one of the scenes that, that when they're together He's testing Hugo because Hugo, you know, his father was a, a clock, 
a clock repairman. And uh, he's he's known how to, he was taught the trade too. So he was known how to fix things. So uh, Georges was testing him. So he's like this this little wind up mouse contraption. Here, fix it. I want to see, see what you can do. Hugo fixes it. And when he places it on the table and he winds it up and it moves, it's all stop motion. So there's all little things, stop motion for the mouse that goes around. So you got to look and pay attention. There's all these little odes to cinema that Scorsese puts in there. And, if, you know, for what I'm hearing, this is one of the best book to film adaptations out there. But it was just, man, it's so cliche to say, this movie's magical. <laughs> it's so cliche to see this, but it's a wonderful, beautiful looking movie, great performances, uh, a, a film of wonder. <laughs> uh, the soundtrack's great. You'll get stuck, some of the songs will get stuck in your head, but it's all about movie magic. It's all about movie magic and showing respect to the craft and to Georges. And it's just a wonderful film. And I wasn't expecting at all to be touched by it the way uh, the film touched me. So if you guys are fans of Hugo, hey, you know where to go. This is the probably the best release uh, this film has had. And don't forget, it is on uh, 4K. So <clears throat> some of the visuals here mm. will look probably even more insane on uh, on 4K. So that is that is Hugo. All right. Now yeah. <laughs> we're shifting gears. So you want to talk about a complete shift in quality <laughs> and, and cinema, like just actual cinema and well exploitative cinema. Kind of, yeah. Kind of. So Jackie Chan's new fist of fury, yes. Um you know, low way, low way gets a bad rap. But he is a talented director. Um, but this was a huge mistake trying to market Jackie Chan as the next Bruce Lee, as the next big thing. This was a big mistake to do. And a lot of the Low Way movies, I mean, luckily Jackie Chan made better movies after Low Way with Drunken Master, Snake and Eagle Shadow, and then his career skyrocketed from there. Dragon Lord, Young Master, right? But there's some good martial arts and action in some of those, some... <laughs> Of those low way movies, uh, this is probably one of my least favorite low way Jackie Chan collab movies. Um, I, I I think I only watched it maybe once or twice back in the old VHS days. Um, so this was interesting because now, because of Arrow, it's beautifully remastered. It's got special features of the yin yang. It's got all the trimmings. It's widescreen, original language. So. Going all five billion years ago, watching it for the first time, and then how did you come across it? Did I show it to you? You showed it to me. I did show it to you. Oh yeah. Okay. Because okay. this is this is the early days where um you and I were at an old crusty DVD or something. You and I were probably in our early early dating stages. Right. And um, it was either we were in that early like pre-dating where we were friends or or early dating stages, but either way our gateway into talking to each other was our love for anime and Jackie Chan yeah. and wrestling. Yeah. And like, that was when you're in for me. Yeah. Was, hey, Hey, you like Jackie Chan? <laughs> you I like, like Jackie you Chan. like the anime? <laughs> yeah. 
There you go. I, this is the samurai guy five, five billion years ago. Yeah. And uh, you like the anime? Yeah. I like anime. Yeah. The, oh, you like Jackie Chan? Yeah. You like Rush Hour? And we should get together and watch these things. Yeah. yeah. And, I was such uh, a pimp back then. <laughs> <laughs> and you you showed me this because obviously I only knew so much of you know Jackie Chan films at the time. And uh I I wasn't prepared. I wasn't prepared oh yeah for this. Yeah. And obviously I didn't rewatch this with you. Right. Um, but I remember a couple of things. Having, we, we're going to spoil the ending because we have to. Having seen this literally we once. We have to. At this point, probably 20 years ago. Yeah. 20 Jesus years Christ. ago. Yeah. I know that fucking old. It's all good. We've you been, look, we've you been, look good, though. We've been together that long. Yeah. Jesus, yeah. how have you done it? You, <laughs> you fucking trooper, man. You're a champ. But yeah. But yeah, having seen it 20 years ago, there are actually a couple of things that I still remember. Which we're gonna get. We're gonna get. We're gonna get to that. Um, we're gonna get to it. But first, yeah, we got to show you the special features, and then we'll talk about it. How do we felt? Well, at least how I felt mm. after watching it five billion years ago. So, <laughs> but yeah, here we go. I'm gonna bring it up right now. All right, boom, bam. All right. Look at that. Beautiful, beautiful artwork. How did this movie rate such a release? Oh, my God. Well, it's because all the all the low-wage Jackie Chan movies are all selling well. Oh, you know? So, But here you go, guys. All right, here we go. All right, look at that. Beautiful artwork, poster, booklet, all the trimmings. And it is coming out on August 29th. So if you guys are down and this is one of your movies you want in your collection, your Jackie Chan low-wage collection, Blu-ray collection, August 29th, you can pre-order it. Uh, right now, uh, but yeah, let's look over the some of the special features here. Almost five years after breaking all Hong Kong box office records with the instant classic Fist of Fury, his last collaboration with the late Bruce Lee, director Lo Wei, got to work on a sequel. It would be the first major leading role for Lo's latest discovery, a young actor who had been a stuntman on the original film, but would soon be as massive a star as Lee. His name is Jackie Chan. Shanghai, nineteen ten. With the Jing Wu martial arts school in shambles and pressure from the Japanese army to suppress a Chinese uprising after Chen Zin's martyrdom, Chen's fiance, Li Er, played by Nora Miao, reprising her role, escapes to Japanese occupied Taiwan to hide at her grandfather's school. Despite her attempts to lay low, she runs afoul a karate master, Okimura, Okimura played by Chen Sing from the Iron Fisted Monk. Iron Fisted Monk is amazing. Check it out. Uh, who plans to take over all of the Chinese-run schools in Taiwan, because that's what you do back then. Amidst all of this, a young aimless thief known only as Along, played by Jackie Chan, befriends Lear after unknowingly stealing the nunchaku once yielded by the late Chen. Will he give into his fears, or will he learn the martial arts of Jingwu and fight alongside Lear against the Japanese? Considered to be one of the few official sequels to a bruce lee film and now freshly restored in two different versions new fist of fury is this is the first spark that would eventually lead jackie chan to become the worldwide star he is today so 2k restoration uh this is the best this movie's ever looked it's so good high definition blu-ray transfers of the 120 minute original theatrical cut and the 82 minute 1980 re-release cut so really quickly 
Um, the reason. Oh my god, that's the that's reason. A large why, cut. The re this is this is so. There you go. You get two different cuts, and there's there's good and bad to both cuts. Um, of course, I would stick with the original one, but what happened was uh, Jackie Chan became star a little bit later. You know, Young Master came out, mm -hmm. and all of a sudden, Jackie Chan's star now. So this movie doesn't really have a lot of Jackie Chan. It mostly focuses on Lear's character, mm -hmm. and she's Norm Meow is kind of kind of kind of the star really of the film. So it kind of focuses, it, it, it's like three separate stories happening at the same time. Mm. So they were like, no, we can't do that. So they went back and took out a lot of scenes, oh, yeah. funeral scenes, the opening scenes. Like there's a lot of scenes. The introduction to the villain gone. Like they took out a lot of scenes to focus, just get more Jackie Chan in there, oh. show more Jackie Chan. So that's why you have the 82 minute version. Oh. Some people actually prefer that version better because it's quicker to the point, boom, boom, boom. And some people like to see the original, how it was intended to, to be seen. That's that's a so, hell of a difference. That's that's yeah. like, that's uh, that's an hour and 20 right. versus right. two hours. Yeah. And they're both remastered on here. So if you guys are interested, there you go. That's but uh, let's get back. I know, right? That's crazy. Uh, but yeah, back to uh, New Fist of Fury here. <clears throat> Excuse me. Original Mandarin and English uh, lossless mono audio for the theatrical cut, plus newly uncovered alternative Mandarin and Cantonese mono audio. Cantonese. Original Cantonese and English lossless mono audio for the re-release cut. Newly translated optional English subtitles. New feature commentary by the theatrical cut by the martial arts cinema experts. You know them, you love them. Frank Jang and Michael Worth, co-producers of Entered the Clones of Bruce Lee. New feature commentary on the re-release cut by action cinema expert Brandon Bentley. That's both of these commentaries are great. I would list. I would listen to both of these if you guys purchase it. I ended up listening. I ended up watching this movie three times. I watched the movie as, as you know because I wanted to revisit it, <clears throat> and then I had to listen to it. Uh, I got to hear my boy Frank Jang and Michael Worth. Great commentary track, but Brandon Bentley. Uh, this is my first time hearing him, and he's he's a very popular uh, film historian and commentator. So he's great too. Two different perspectives. It's it's, it's definitely worth it. Uh, new Fist Part Two: Fist, a new video essay by Bentley comparing the New Fist of Fury to the rival sequel made simultaneously, Fist of Fury Part Two. So I don't know if you guys knew that, but not but at the same time, the uh, Bruce Boitation star himself, Bruce Lai, mm. uh, uh, starred in Fist of Fury Part Two, another legitimate sequel, mm. but not exploitation enough yet because he's playing Chen Zen's brother. Oh no! So you have two like real sequels to Fist of Fury that are not Bruce Boitation fully. Um, but you get trailer gallery, including Chen Zen trailer reel of sequels and reboots, image gallery. Double-sided fold-out poster featuring original and newly commissioned artwork by Tony Stella. Reversible sleeve featuring original and newly commissioned artwork by Tony Stella. Illustrated collector's booklet featuring new writing by Jonathan Clements and an archival retrospective article by Brian Bankston. So if you guys are interested in this, you can pre-order it right now. Its release date is August 29th. Yes. Whoop. We're skipping forward here. Hold on. Spoilers. Damn it. Oh, no. We're good now. <laughs> But yes, there you go. So I that's apologize. the features. Um, I'm feeling dizzy. 
Oh no! So, I'm so sorry. <laughs> no, eat mukbang. They've been wanting to say mukbang for five billion years. You want you want some ASMR of me eating an apple? Oh yeah, you like that? That's disgusting. <laughs> Never ever again. <laughs> They're gonna start dropping super chats, man. I'm so sorry. They're gonna start. Yeah, they, they want they want more. <laughs> disgusting. 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 Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. Uh, let's see. What's up, 4K Cinema? Say, hey, by the way, are you coming to the Urban Action? You know, I would. One of my goals is New to, York uh, City. Get a rope. I know you're all way yeah. too young to yeah. even know what that is. No hell one I knows what doing. that is. The younglings, the younglings don't know. Uh, that's one of my goals to actually uh, go to one of these. Um, but um, probably not this year. Who knows what will happen next year? But I, I, I want to be there in person. Uh, but wait, I think I missed my homie up here. I think I missed a lot of homies. Red Eclipse, what's going on, brother? There he is. Keep Forward Productions. Sorry, brother. Got to represent. Make sure you're there. There. Uh, so now, now, now you got special features out of the way. Gorgeous picture. Wonderful commentary. Brandon, you're still a baby compared to us. <laughs> he might know the commercial. He might know. They it. Might. There's a chance. Uh, they but, came out in the 90s? Yeah. Oh, was kind of mid, early, mid 90s. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. You might not. You yeah. might not. Depends <laughs> on how much TV you watched when you were. That's, I don't know. You're telling the line there, kid. <laughs> Maybe it's reruns. <laughs> they, 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 brought a, they brought it back. Anyway, uh, so there's all the special features. Uh, they went, Arrow went all out uh, for fans of this movie. Now, back to my review of the actual movie itself. So, again, I have not seen this since five billion years ago. So I want, I'm like, I wanted to, re, I wanted to give it a fair shot and I wanted to revisit it. <laughs> and uh, unfortunately, you weren't with me. But before I give my thoughts on New Fist of Fury now, what are some of the things you remember watching the first time? <laughs> well, <laughs> the first I remember, time I showed it to you. I remember the. Yes. I remember that. Yes. Um, yes. She's talking about. She's talking about this classic. Look at. Look at this. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Um this 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 here when he's trying to imitate Chen Zen for Fist of Fury and he's basically trying to do the waving of way you know waving of the arms the, the hip, he's hypnotizing confusing his opponent. Right. That's what this is. When you watch Jackie Chan do this scene in the movie, Jackie Chan has a look on his face it's like just fucking kill me now. <laughs> just fucking kill me, right? <laughs> Excuse me. Okay, that, that that's the look on his face when you see him do this in the movie. Like he's like, "You want me to do what, Low Way? Okay. I'm not Bruce Lee. You want a oh, fine? Okay. Um, yeah, it's it's horrible. Now I am I am <laughs> quoting the movie. Do not at me when I say this because yeah. I'm I'm quoting the movie. English dub. The English dub. I am quoting the movie. Do not come at me for this. But I remember Jackie Chan in the English dub towards the end of the movie. We have to spoil this, but we it's important. Let's go kill some Japs. Yeah. I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I Let's remember, go kill some Japs. And I remember yeah. the music. Yeah. Because the, we're the, not going to get copyright. Because the music at the end yes. leads to this very infamous. Can I say it? No, we can. Okay. The music it's, leads it's to. It's important this, we spoil it. The it's music important. leads to this very baffling death scene. <laughs> and I. 20 years ago still never forgot it because it was so <laughs> hilariously what the fuck has happened yeah 
That's yeah. what I. That's basically it's, all. This I is important that we spoil the ending. Usually we don't do this, but it's it's important. You guys have to notice up front because if you've never seen New Fist of Fury and you're watching it, you're gonna be like, "What the fuck just happened?" So it's important you know up front, and then you'll be like, "Okay, I'll still give it a shot if you're curious, right?" But yeah, the let you know he he defeats the villains. He's all in, injured and fucked up, and he and he he tells the Jing Wu students to come with him. He's like, "Hey, let's go kill some Japs." He walks out there. All still fucked up. One of the one of the evil villains that betrayed the betrayers, the ass kickers for for our main villain played by Chen Zhang, uh, calls the he calls the authorities right Japanese authorities. So they show up, guns a blazing, and so we go from hey let's kill some Japanese. He goes out there, they all get shot up to shit. Blah 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 blah. And in a freeze frame, Jackie Chan shot like this. And it goes straight to the end. And right at that moment, you hear the song end with, as if it's a positive, (laughs) something fun and positive happened. And we were laughing hysterically. Like you just have to accept it. And it's like, no, no, I will not accept this. this This is not a happy moment. Absolutely. This is not a happy moment from Godzilla. A happy moment. This is not a happy moment. No. And you leave it on like, like Jackie Chan's having a stroke. Okay. You can't do that. All right. No, we don't mind heroes getting killed and, and the villains winning once in a while. We don't mind a dark ending, violent, SPL, mm. one of our favorites of all time. Mm. We don't mind that. We champion that stuff because you can't have stupid Disney endings all the time. SPL is amazing. Oh, it's one of the greatest of all time. But. And we saw the bad version you first. Gotta, yeah. And then when we saw the real version, yeah. oh my God. Yeah, lost their that mind. was mind blowing. Yeah. But you got to at least have your hero that you're, you're trying to introduce Jackie Chan as the new, the next big thing, the new Bruce Lee. You can't have him just wander outside, get killed, and just freeze frame his ass like he's having a stroke, and then have duh, duh. you can't do that. Low way, what were you doing? What? What did you run out of time? Did you run out of budget? Did you just like fuck it, just end it? This is gonna bomb. What happened? If any of you guys know <laughs> what happened and why he decided to end it that way, at least have him. Go out like a martyr. And if you watch closely, if you watch closely, it was almost like the movie couldn't make up its mind if it wanted Normal's character to die too. So if you look closely, uh, Samurai guy pays attention sometimes. If you look closely, as soon as they start guns a-blazing, Jackie's getting shot, people around him are getting shot, the evil villain betrayal betrayer guy gets killed, which that's good, at least he died, right? But you see... Lear's character, Normal's character, you see her on the ground dead, rolling. And then right after that, they cut back to Jackie Chan getting shot, and Normal is standing right next to him, perfectly fine. <laughs> I'm like, wait a minute. What is going on, movie? Dead, dead. What the fuck are we doing, movie? Dead, dead. What is happening? What is happening? So we, for five billion years, the first time we seen New Fist of Fury, we never forgot that ending. Now, how do I feel about it today? And I'm going to talk about it right here. <laughs> <Trying to laughs> oh, I'm glad you guys are enjoying the shenanigans here. 
<laughs> oh my goodness. But here you go. Yeah, it, seriously, like what happened here? So how do I feel about it now? It's still, I mean, there's it took you a while to get through it. There's better. How many times? Did well, you I fall, watched it three times. How many times did you fall asleep though? The first time you tried well, to watch? I, I watched it <laughs> when I was timing. tired. Bad timing. Um, in a way, this movie's kind of important because it kind of gave Jackie one of his big starring roles. If without New Fist of Fury, we wouldn't have Jackie Chan uh, that we you know we, we know and love today. Um, so. There is kind of an importance to the film. I actually was more entertained by it. Seeing it beautifully remastered, seeing it widescreen, and not treating it as if it was like a Bruce Bluetation movie, which was how I kind of looked at it back then. This is actually an official sequel. I actually was entertained. I actually enjoyed it a lot more. I don't love the movie. This is still not... I wouldn't put this on my top five Jackie Chan low way movies. You got better stuff out there. Snake and Crane, Dragon Fist. There's better, there's better stuff out there. But I actually kind of appreciated it a little bit more. You know, we have our, our, our bumbling uh, hero here. Uh, you know, he got his butt kicked out the whole movie because he doesn't know martial arts, but he has, he has the heart, you know, he has the heart. And, I enjoyed the villains. You know, Chang Sang, I, I still feel that he's a veteran uh, martial arts villain uh, or hero. He was great in, um, um, what is, oh, I forgot the other one. Oh, Iron Fisted Monk. Check him out in Iron Fisted Monk. But his daughter, this actress played next to him, she was great. So he had some great villains. The introduction to Chang Sang when they tried to assassinate him in the bathhouse was great. That whole scene was great. That was a lot of fun. But this actress on the left here, she had skills. She had some great kicking skills. And it's very strange because she had a good look, uh, a good villainess look about her. And she actually had the skills to back it up. But what's so bizarre is that I was listening to the commentary and they said that this was her one and only movie. Hmm. That's insane. This was her one and only movie. <laughs> So if you guys know of any other movies she's been in, let me know. But I think this was it. You could tell Jackie Chan for a lot of the fight choreography was doing trying to do his style. Uh, but Low Way's like, no man, you're, we, we got to push you to be the next Bruce. So you got a Bruce. I know you. I know you're fighting with a three section staff, but at some part of the fight, you're gonna have to do use it like nunchucks because because Bruce Lee, Jackie. Because, oh, oh, we also need you to do this. Mm. Because Bruce Lee, Jackie. Because Bruce. So you could, I could see the frustration. You could see, just look at Jackie's face when he does this in the movie. He's just like, you, fine. You want me to, fu I'll fucking do it. Fine. Yeah. You, you could tell he's just not, you know. But for majority of the fight scenes that Jackie Chan's in is kind of just straight up kung fu. He's not doing any Bruce-isms. He's not doing the, you know, the nose thumb thing he's he's not doing any brucisms so it was it, it was very interesting uh uh to watch and revisit after five billion years now are you, i know what you i know what you're thinking so does it still have the same exact ending <laughs> in beautifully remastered widescreen yes 
you still get and he still shot like looking like that. So you still get that beautifully remastered. However, there is a little bit of saving grace. So instead of him saying, because I watched his original language subtitle. So instead of him saying, you know, he's 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 cut up, he just he's all injured, he's tired. He just defeated the main villains in that school. They tried to they, they tried to ambush his crew, the Jingwu crew, but they defeated them. So I always thought it didn't make any sense why he was like, "Hey, let's go kill some Japanese," and he walks out injured. And I'm like, I was always like, "What are you gonna do? Just randomly come across a Japanese person and kill them? What are you doing?" And never made any sense, which laid which le you know later leading to eh, hysterically funny, but in the original language with subtitles. Um, he does not say, hey, let's go kill some Japanese. He basically says, he names the name of the school, the, the, the Japanese school. He was like, he basically, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to paraphrase here. He basically said, fuck these dudes. They tried to fuck us over. Let's leave while we can. Which makes so much more sense than him going, hey, let's go kill some Japanese. <laughs> so there's a little bit of saving grace for the ending, kind of. So yeah, I was surprised that I, I found it to be a little bit more entertaining. And of course, it probably helped. Widescreen, beautiful remastered picture, original language. It probably helped the, the viewing experience. So I don't hate it as much as I used to. <laughs> so there you go. It's funny how when you know things change when times go you know times go by but it still will not be in my top five uh low wage jackie chan collapse but if you guys are interested hey check the link in the description and uh and check it out so but yeah <laughs> yes yes i'm the real fat fat in was it the fat dragon yeah enter the fat dragon <laughs> oh my goodness but yeah so if you guys are interested, we're going to keep it rocking and rolling now. So apparently we are cursed. Anything Shin? Uh. Anything Shin? I'm scared. I'm honestly scared to watch Shin Kamen Rider movie or or Shin Mast Rider, whatever it's called. I'm scared to watch it. We might get lucky because this is on Amazon. Like at least Mast Kamen Rider yeah. is on Amazon Prime. Right. The first two versions. Still. Like the first time we saw Shin Godzilla. Yeah. There was no... Uh, blu-ray release date in sight and yeah. so i bought um a copy that i found on ebay yeah only to discover that 30 was, minutes of the movie was gone yeah and so and we were like that completely destroyed the viewing experience yeah i mean we later we watched it later we but eventually a very but, long time afterwards got to see the real version but now so um boom but, i've been dying to see this since right. last year no um okay go ahead. so Shin Ultraman is what we're going to talk about right now. So, it was... Again, we're cursed. Anything Shin is cursed. The, the good news is, I'm sure if, if any of you guys have seen the movie... Um, okay, so when it comes to live-action foreign cinema versus um, anime, I will watch an anime dub, a current, like a recent released anime dub, uh, most of the time, only because I feel like dubbing an anime, and if you're a purist, you do you, babe. Okay, you you watch all the subtitled anime you want, 
if you don't like dubbing, I totally understand, but don't come at me. Okay. I feel like anime dubbing uh-huh. has come so far in the last 20 to 30 years. Yeah. Compared to the early days. I yeah. feel like anime dubbing, they're professionals. They've come so far and they know what they're doing. However, when it comes to live action foreign cinema dubbing, we are still stuck yes. in 1990. Okay. Yeah. The, the the dubbing early 2000s. the dubbing that we got in the 60s and the 70s for kung fu and and you know old school movies it's hysterical okay because it's bad but there's you a got, charm to it you got the same <laughs> that's all we could watch back you then. got like the same three guys that they got off the street <laughs> to, to do the yeah. dubbing and it's just it's funny it's yeah. funny to listen to yeah. so it's there's, different. A char- there's a charm to it yeah but the problem with foreign dubbing now is that you can tell they do not care and right. i know some people are just tone deaf to it. And if you can tolerate it, knock yourself out. Right. I know some people that watched um, that Korean show that was, uh, uh, and I'm so, I'm the, so. The one on Netflix? The, yeah, the Korean show that everyone. Squid Game. Squid Game. Yeah. I know some people watched Squid Game in mm-hmm. English, didn't have a problem with it. Out of curiosity, I watched about two minutes worth of it. And I was like, absolutely not there's no way in hell i could have survived yeah. nine episodes of this right um and again some people can listen to to, yeah. to english dubbing on a movie like like this and not have a problem with it right i didn't even bother i didn't even bother so we have to watch foreign cinema with subtitles in original right. language we have to it's just our ears we can't stand right. it it makes our ears bleed unless it's again everyone's different but like spaghetti westerns you know old school spaghetti westerns like old school kung fu I can I can handle if it's an old dub, right? Sometimes you don't have a choice, right? Sometimes they don't give you the option of of original language, right? But there you go, Donnie Yen's Yip Man dubbing his trash. See, you know, (laughs) um, oh, it was awful, huh? Okay, okay. Now, having said that, and again, um, this was this was a this was a copy given to us free. Well, yeah, MVD. Okay, yeah, shout out and. Not to, their fault. They probably the, didn't know. To the company Cleopatra Entertainments, I will I will only give them credit insofar in that they corrected the subtitle issue. Um, and yeah. you can now, if you if you made a purchase, you contact them, you right. give them your information, the proof of purchase, <coughs> they will send you right. a corrected copy. However, the fact that this movie made it out the front door with the subtitles that they that this disc has is absolutely unacceptable. Yes. And the yeah. subtitles were so trash yeah. that it actually it actually put a damper on our yep. in, our experience watching yeah, this movie. It, it was it was very difficult. Yeah. Um to it was it was harder to enjoy the film. Like because, I said, we're shin cursed, apparently. Yeah. Um, <laughs> there was all these subtitles um, explaining the kai- the kaiju that showed up at the very beginning of the of the movie. The introduction up- to the characters, the song at the end. Yeah. There was tons of stuff you could you could tell. The, the, you said the credits. There was tons of stuff you could tell. There were supposed to be subtitles there, and there's nothing. No subtitles. Yeah. The subtitles that they only had were subtitles for the hearing impaired, meaning they were descriptive subtitles. Yeah. And not only that. They were subtitles that were were just direct subtitles for the English dub, meaning they weren't even Japanese translated subtitles. So you didn't even get what the the Japanese language actually was. It wasn't even it wasn't even a 
translation of what the Japanese dialogue yeah. was. It was just, oh, switch over to the English language. And it was just a description of what the Japanese language was. Now, I know the bare bones of what's being said versus the Japanese and the English language is the bare bones is the same. However, yeah. there will always be subtle differences right. of a Japanese translation and an English tra and the English translation, the English the English track that you're going to get. Yeah. And not only were the subtitles only descriptive, not only were the, the Japanese, I mean, the, the English um, subtitles um, missing a lot in the, in the, in, you know, with the, all the setup and the, and credits and all that, yeah. but they were plagued, absolutely infested with all of these bizarre symbols. Yeah. There's throughout so, the movie, there'd be, there'd be words. And then there'll be all these weird symbols in between on the outside of the words right. and the letters. Making it difficult. Like, what to, the fuck is going on? Making it difficult <laughs> to understand what yeah. the hell the, the, the sentence was actually trying right. to convey. Yeah. And again, the quality control on this disc, I understand it was a, a first print, but this was like beta shit. Like there was yeah. absolutely no excuse right. for this to have even been released. It was, right. I, I understand this is an independent company. I've never heard of this company before. So, yeah. but again, Cleopatra. yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. and well, I, I get well, it. You're a low budget, you're a low yeah. budget company, but unacceptable. But it's like, <laughs> <laughs> not everybody in the world speaks Japanese. It's kind of important if you get the subtitles right, if you want to sell your Blu-ray. Right. You know, so anyway, let me, let me show really quickly. Um, here we go. Hold on a second. Let me bring it up here. Boom. Bam. So if you guys are interested in buying the Blu-ray for Shin Ultraman, it's been out for a while. It's available right now uh, as the threat of a giant unidentified life forms known as S-Class species worsens in Japan. A silver giant appears from beyond Earth's atmosphere. Uh, not really a lot of bonus features, just a whole bunch of trailers, but you do get a slideshow. And the English language bonus version for the fans is here. So uh, again, if you guys are interested, uh, you can check yeah, out. Yeah, and again, uh, uh, you know, the, not the link to, in the description for not, you to check it out. Not to harp so much on this company, an independent company, but I, right. I can't help but wonder why you guys, why did you have to go and snag something if you weren't qualified to release a Japanese movie like this? This yeah. is Ultraman is a big property yeah. amongst yeah. kaiju like we're, we're yeah. going to be talking about a movie in a tokusatsu minute. and kaiju yeah we're going to be talking about a movie in a minute that i could understand an independent company picking up and distributing in america right. but why not um why not not necessarily arrow but why not um a, a, a more well-qualified company buying right. the rights to this right you know right. like right. um the anime yeah. company we were talking about um that i had mentioned the earlier disco uh, not maybe disco uh disco um i can't i can't think but disco, the, disco tech the other the other anime yeah. company that uh, anyone else qualified is what we're gonna basically get. any yeah. any company that is known for distributing right you know japanese movies yeah that that are just yeah, that, criterion that are just no one better complains about subtitles for criteria i wouldn't even i wouldn't put criterion on the list because this is probably beneath them but yeah. there are just so Man, many shots at Funimation. everyone today. Huh? Thank you, Severo. <laughs> Funimation. Funimation would have been perfect yeah, for yeah, this. Yeah. It's just, yeah. this was just absolute trash. Well, the good news is, the good news is there is some, there is a light at the end of the tunnel. It's unacceptable, but the light at the end of the tunnel 
is uh, make sure you guys can see it. I want to make sure you guys look at that. So this was announced. This information was sent to me by MVD. They wanted to let make sure I let all you guys know that the it is corrected. Subtitle problems are fixed on the U.S. and Canadian Blu-ray and DVD editions. Um, it looks like all of this will be so the new Blu-rays and DVDs have been pressed and should be available from distributor MVD Entertainment and then general re retailers by next week. So if you guys want to wait a little bit before you buy it, uh, I would I would do that just in case. And if you do get a you know corrupted version, uh, I would just you know contact them, and I'm sure they'll they should sure they'll give you a replacement disc because they are they recognize the issue. So. More information on what I just showed is in the description box below if you guys want to read all of it on your own time. But, yeah, we wanted to share that to you in case you guys bought this and got the botched version like we did. And, uh, you know, they're, 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 they're working on fixing it. Now, what did we think of the movie? They, even though it was kind of difficult to watch a little bit. What did, you, what did you think of it? I thought it was cute. It was, um, it was cute. Um, to be perfectly honest, and I know this is going to be kind of an unfair comparison. Yeah. I have seen lower budgeted uh, Ultraman films. Yeah. Because they were so heavily steeped in previous Ultraman lore, I've enjoyed them more than this movie. Yeah. Um, but I know that's not the it's point. It's more action. It's more fun. Yeah, uh, but I know that's not the point of the Shin series. Right. I know the Shin series, their point is to kind of reboot for a modern audience to be their own thing. So yeah. I know that's not a fair right. comparison. Right, right. But in my, terms of entertainment and enjoyment factor, I've had more. Yeah, yeah. I've had more fun with lower budgeted movies because they were more bonkers and they had that ability to bring in all of these other Ultraman from previous incarnations. Right. And I think I love those more because it's, it's always fun to see, Oh, a new guy in a suit, but Hey, there's seven. Hey, there's Jack. Hey, there's, you know, there's, Ace. yeah, there's, yeah. there's psycho ACE. You know, it's always <laughs> fun. It's always fun to see yeah. previous incarnations. Right. The only thing that this one did have spoiler was Zoffy. And that was yeah. interesting because Zoffy, yeah. that was unexpected. I didn't expect to see another, Right. And uh, the other, what was the, 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 the big baddie? Oh, Zeton. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. So, you know, at least there was a little bit of a nod mm -hmm. to previous to, Hey, we have a little bit of a lore going on. In right. Here. Right. Um, but other than that, um, I thought it was cute. Okay. All right. So what did I think of it? So I knew it being Shin that most likely it was going to be, uh, more maybe more dark or more serious it's going to be its own thing so i kind of knew that i was not expecting a lot of fighting or action in it i thought maybe it'd be a fight in the beginning maybe fight again and that's it so i was actually kind of surprised how much action and fighting was actually in this i was actually kind of surprised we had actually what five or six bouts uh in here and uh there were some definitely some solid moments of a little bit of mixture of practical and, and uh, CGI. Uh, there were some solid moments. But Ultraman, for the most part, is all CGI, I believe, in the film. It was looking like it. Yeah, it was looking like it. It wasn't a guy in a suit or anything like that. Uh, but, yeah, I was surprised. It actually had a lot more action in it than uh, I was expecting. Um, <laughs> despite the horrendous subtitles, uh, there's a lot of ass slapping <laughs> in the movie. So there's a lot of self 
ass slapping. Yeah, self ass slapping. Because um, that's what women do. Yes, yeah. <laughs> they, they, I do it all the time. She slapped. She slapped other asses, not just her own. She slapped her other. Uh, but the main lead guy, uh, he, he he nailed the character down in terms of being more alien and kind of awkward to human uh, human outings and customs. Uh, the main villain I wanted to see more of, but he kind of just disappeared. I thought it was fun. I I was I liked it. I liked the movie. I thought it was fun. It definitely had its moments. I loved the little homages and you know to the the old series where they had the old music playing. Uh, the whole intro, the ultra Q symbol and the music was playing. And uh, I enjoyed the music. I enjoyed the homages here and there. Um, but I, I, I wanted to love it. I wanted to love it. I did like it. I did. And I, if you're an Ultraman fan, I, I highly recommend you guys definitely check it out. I'm glad I owned it. I own it, unfortunately, with bad subtitles. But <laughs> um, uh, I did enjoy it. Uh, some of the music was great. Um, but I don't know, man. Something was missing. I don't, what what was missing? A lot of the fights that uh, that you see early on were entertaining, but then his two main, the three, there were three main bouts he had, and I and I was just kind of like, oh, all three, of the, all three of these main bouts literally just ended, and I was like, okay. <laughs> So you have this real cool fight where he's flying through the city, chasing the guy, and I'm like, yeah, this is cool. And then he just does the the, the ring attack. He just, like, oh, it's time for lunch. I guess I got to end it now. He just does the ring attack, and then the guy just splits apart. And and I was like, come on, excitement. Come on. Like, oh, well, okay, fine. He's a mini boss. And then when he fights this guy, minor spoiler, when he fights this guy, I was like, all right, here we go. Let's go. Because... <clears throat> the actor who plays the antagonist, this antagonist, did a really good job. And uh, the movie was building up to them to fight. So when they finally, it, it's suspense, you know, they finally like, oh, we got to fucking go. Let's go. Let's fucking go. And then they go. And then he just walks away. He's like, oh, all right, peace out and done. He leaves. You know, I, I know why he leaves. Mm. But it was so anticlimactic. So that's the second anticlimactic ending to a fight. And with Zeton, it's fine. It's fine what they did with Zeton and what they decided to do. I don't know. Is the Shin is the Shiniverse not for us? What, what, what's possible. going on? It's, it's possible. Um, again, I, I think I think part of the charm for me. Personally. I I respect we respect Shin Godzilla. There's some great things in Shin Godzilla. The effects are amazing. The music's amazing. It's great to, to see Godzilla kind of you don't want to fuck with this dude again. Having that type of Godzilla, mm -hmm. dangerous. We respect Shin Godzilla. But if I made a top ten, it probably wouldn't be there. Yeah. Um, yeah. But that's just us. But I don't know, man. I think like for, should I even bother watching Shin Mast Rider now? Like, like for me, part of the part of the fun of Ultraman, and, and keep in mind, yeah. you've seen way more Ultraman than I have. Like you saw, you've seen like everything up until a certain point. Mm. Me, I've been very in and out with the series, with the exception of a couple of series. Right. Like I've yeah. seen all. I think I saw all of Taro. Um, I think I saw all of. Um, yeah. Uh, there was a series 
I don't know if it was after Taro. I think I saw just about all of that one. And now I can't remember the names because again, my, my brain isn't working very yeah. well right now. Uh, the one where uh, seven came back, you know, seven with a cane, the, the one we're joking around, yeah, where, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. the the lead has PTSD because every yeah. time he hears, yeah. <laughs> he hears seven with a the cane. The greatest Ultraman series of all time. Until it and, wasn't. Until it wasn't. Yeah. Yeah. Um, like yeah. that series. I've seen just about all of that series. Yeah. And You've I seen I, the main meat. That's why you recognize it. And the, I saw pretty much all of Ace. Um, and, and Taro. And, like I said, yeah. yeah, I've seen a lot of them. And I think when when the when those shows are good and what i enjoy about those is that even though i don't necessarily love the fact that we're in an ensemble cast all the time because when you have a new ensemble cast every single show oh we have to get to know these characters and yada 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 when i really just well, you got some toys yeah yeah um but everybody still has their own personality and because you have this long running series you get to know everybody over a space of time but at the end of the day yeah. it's a 20 some odd minute show and it's self-contained. Right. And so you get that luxury of it being very short. You have, um, you know, a setup with, uh, you get a little bit of a fight, you get a little bit of time with characters, and then it's yeah. over. Right. And when the movies come along, they usually are, again, self-contained. Um, and it's usually more about Ultraman. It's rarely when you have an Ultraman movie where you have to have this oh, we're with all these human characters that we don't care about. Right. It's it's like this movie reminded me of like a Transformer movie where we had more interaction with the humans. Mm -hmm. It was like an elongated episode. Well, mean, well, not it wasn't as bad as Godzilla. Shin Godzilla. That's true. It wasn't. Shin Godzilla was way more <laughs> Shin, guilty of Shin human Godzilla was, was more human than anything. Human interaction. Yeah. But that was the point of that movie. Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. It's like, and I was expecting that we we still had that, but we did have more. Yeah, there was more action in yeah. this one. Yeah. but it still had that problem. Yeah, where when I go to see an Ultraman, anything, I want to see the fights. I want to see Ultraman. Right. I want to see that. Yeah, and a little bit of human human is fine because right. there are humans involved. Mm -hmm. You're on Earth most of the time. Yeah, um, except for some of the movies where you never see a human. It's always, it's always Ultraman and somebody else. Yeah. Um, and so, but to have to sit there for like almost two hours with these people that I don't care about, yeah, that that was kind of rough. Mm -hmm. So with bad subtitles, yeah. So to sit there <laughs> with this with this really hyper chick that just joined the the group, yeah, complaining to the alien guy, I thought you were part. I thought you were my partner. I thought we were buddies. It's like, bitch, we just met. We just met. What are you complaining about? And. <laughs> it's that was irritating and it's yeah. like we don't know where's you, my coffee you got yourself coffee where's yeah. mine and it's like lady we don't even know who you are <laughs> yeah. what are you bitching about stop yeah. stop slapping your ass it's not cute it's like <laughs> well the director thought it was cute because it happened a lot <laughs> and anyway so to have that for almost yeah. a, almost two hours right. it was like uh, this felt like a very 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 long episode that overstayed its welcome yeah whereas the <laughs> movies you usually just have more fighting yeah and i think again that's yeah. why i've enjoyed lower budgeted films more right. than this but right. it's not like this was terrible right. so what's up he's saying cool t-shirts dude and dudette <laughs> yeah we are dudes and dudettes over here thanks for popping in uh but uh over here i'm gonna go back up to the here he says uh kevin says one thing i will say about shane ultraman is kaiju special effects are some of the best i've seen well until we see godzilla minus one shin kamen rider is a ball ache Okay. Is Kev, that good or bad? Kev, 
we're American. What the hell? <laughs> My dear. Is ball what? eight good or bad, Kevin? Yeah. Please explain. Uh, Brolacon fascinating, says, fascinating. Yes, the Shiniverse has great production, but something is missing from it. Mm, okay. uh, let's see what Masked Rider has to offer. Hopefully, Masked Rider's dope. So, uh, but yeah. Oh, Mass Rider, aka Common Rider, suck. Oh no! Really? God damn it! Really? We're we're cursed. And, and see, the thing is, um, we haven't seen Common Rider, so we don't know. Like, we we don't know the history of it. I was just gonna jump in and hey, hopefully it's a fun Tokusatsu movie. I was told when I was on Rob's channel, Eat Entertainment Talk Nation. Shout out to Rob uh, to watch like the first ten episodes of the original show, but um. Well, I'm not in a rush to watch it now. <laughs> so thanks, Kevin. Hmm. I'll get around to it when I get around to it. Hmm. But but yeah, I, I still, even though I have my issues with it, I still recommend uh, you guys, Ultraman fans and superhero fans, you check out uh, Shin Ultraman. Check it out. Uh, yeah, but yeah, I, I respect, don't get it twisted, I respect Shin Godzilla. I just don't have a trophy over here of Shane Godzilla. And we I, I don't, do have I don't a fig. Whack, I don't whack off we do to have, the trophy, the shrine. We do have a fig. Yeah, we have a fig because we respect it and we like the design. Yeah. But we don't have a shrine to we're whacking off and bowing to it every day. <laughs> that would that would require I a therapy. I don't know uh, if I want a Shin Gamera now. These are, these are how the Shin movies are coming out. Like, I don't know. I don't know. I'd watch it, though. I'd watch it, too. So, All right. Let's keep it rocking and rolling here. Having them all, oh, we're keeping it uh, tokusatsu here. Hold on, there we go. I gotta bring it up. Super, oh, super legend. Sorry. Super, super legend god. Legend god. Hikosa. There we go. Boom. <laughs> Excuse me. It's all right. <clears throat> all right. Let's bring up the next one here. We have super legend god Hikosa. Yes. Super Legend God, Hikosa. <laughs> this is a DVD that was sent to us to, to check out and review. God's Battle for the Fate of Humankind. Yes. So we're going to talk about this. Uh, you, what happened to you? I was not, You went back to sleep. I was not feeling well. <laughs> That's again. right. That's right. I, this whole year, trash. This has not <laughs> been a good year. So yeah, yeah, once again, it was a separate day. What's up, Golden? I was not feeling well. Yeah. I saw maybe the first 15 right. minutes um, and uh, I had to I'll tap. take over from here. Yeah. Okay, here we go. So, super legend God. Super low budget. <laughs> <laughs> here we go. If you guys are interested in this, I put a link in the description box below. This roller coaster uh, comes out August 15th. So you can pre-order it now. This roller coaster ride includes kaijus, mad scientists, and humanoid robots, all seasoned with big, absurd humor and action-packed battle scenes. Yes, it says uh, Tadao and Taka Takaho are two scientists from an ultra-spatial research center who discover a mecha emitting an alarm signal. A giant monster sturgeon <laughs> is approaching. Yeah, this roller coaster ride includes a lovely story, a love story, kaiju's, mad scientists, and humanoid robots. And I think we already we already uh, went over that from the director of Monster Seafood Wars. Seafood Wars uh, comes with the trailer, and and believe it or not, even though this is a DVD, it comes with a thirty minute featurette making of yes, and has some other SRS trailers. 
uh, if oh, you look, this is a short movie. If you look up uh, this company, if you look up this company, uh, they are known SRS. They are known for releasing extremely rare, hard to find titles. And their subtitles didn't suck. Oh, damn! More shots at Cleopatra. <laughs> oh my goodness! But um, <laughs> so. Uh, she went to sleep, so Samurai Guy took it uh, took it upon myself to to check it out for to review it. It's 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 fun. <laughs> I'm not gonna be I'm not gonna be getting sent any more Blu-ray reviews after this episode. It's you know what what you said about Shin Ultraman is how I feel about this. It's cute. It's cute. Okay. It's cute. It's it, you know, as soon as it started, it you know, it, it's a, it's a straight straight to streaming low budget uh movie. Really low budget. Not a lot of suits. I think they only had like three or four type of suits in here. Um but you know, it's it's you you've seen if you've seen one, you've seen you've seen them all. You know, you got the super science team together and you know the the MacGuffin gets revealed. They grab the MacGuffin and then they work together to trans come up almost Ultraman Ace style. You have a female and a guy, and they have to work together to summon the the god to fight the evil. Right. Uh, my only issue with it, so I have no problem with it being low budget. We watch low budget stuff all the time. My only issue with the movie is, <laughs> or maybe it's a pilot to a show. I mean, I don't know. Right. Uh, is we needed a lot more comedy mm. because the type, the type of comedy and vibe when this movie started, we were like, Oh, this is great. Like we were like, this is hilarious. Cause you have our two gods here brawling. Uh, I see I thought I had some screenshots. Yeah, one here. of the, one of the gods would say something and the other would be like, why is it in English? Dude, it's like really funny stuff guys. Like, yeah. so right, right in the beginning, they're like, <laughs> there we go they're brawling and kicking each other's ass i mean that's just silly i mean look at this, this that's is great. great this is amazing we like silly yeah we love silly this is amazing but the dialogue they had back and forth was hilarious like he 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 does his super our hero does his super uh finishing move and all his parts fly off and they attack and and uh, fuck up the villain and while it's happening he says in it he says the, the name of the finishing move in english and then the, the, the evil the, the evil god's like, why are you talking to me in English? What is this? And then when he's getting fucked up, the subtitles is like, he's like, I can't believe I'm going out to a lame move like this. <laughs> and we're like, oh, we're in. Yeah. Oh, this is this is amazing. We need more of that. We need more of that. You get you get some funny moments throughout the movie here and there, uh, and you get some action here and there. Uh, but we needed a lot more comedy. Uh, but I'm sure there's a lot of fans for this movie out there that enjoy it. Uh, you know, there's our science team right there. And what is he looking at? What, are the, what is he pointing at? I don't know. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, they fight in the beginning and then they fight at the end. So you get these little mini fights with other characters throughout uh, the movie. Uh, but yeah, it's cute. You know, it's cute. It's fun at points. Uh, but yeah, if you guys are interested in this, uh, check it out in the link in the description box below. But yeah, there's really not that much more to talk about it because it's it's you, you know what you're going to get with this. But more of that comedic dialogue and more funny moments. Oh my god, I would have been like praising this movie. But it's it's cute. It's it's fun. So there's that. All right. 
It looks like <laughs> in a way, I guess. In a way, so uh, zero recommends Common Rider Black Sun. If you want to, read. all right. Ooh, Gore and Bot. What? Hmm. Where, let me know zero where I can watch that. Is that on Amazon Prime? Because there's a Common Rider series on Amazon Prime. Let me know. I want to watch that. All right. Now, now we're cooking here. We are cooking. Hold on, let me bring it up. This was this was so much fun. I have been wanting to see this movie for five billion years. Five billion. We have from the wonderful, beautiful, wonderful 88 films. Did he say with wonderful? Our boy, with our boy. Wonderful. With our boy from Prodigal Son, baby. That's right. And Mr. Vampire himself, Lam Ching Ying. That's right. We have Magic Cop. Look at that beautiful artwork. And don't don't let Look this cover fool you. His eyebrows are more magnificent in the movie. Oh, more magnificent. Oh, yeah. Yes. But I have been wanting to see this forever. And we have uh, this gorgeous artwork. Uh, again, 88 Films is always first class as well as Arrow. But um, you get a poster. You get a poster on the inside. Look at that. How cool is that? You get a reversible cover. Oh, here we go. Reversible cover artwork. Hold on. There we go. Reversible cover artwork. I've been wanting to see this forever. So, uh, Lam Ching Yi can play this kind of role in his sleep. And I'm a big fan of Mr. Vampire. For those of you that are, are not, uh, have never heard of Mr. Vampire, got to check it out, got to watch it. It's one of the best horror action comedies ever made. But the character he plays, like the Taoist priest, that fights anything evil and supernatural. That character, he he got really popular for that character. And he's done like TV shows and tons of movies and sequels. So what a reason why I've always wanted to see this was this is kind of a similar character that he plays before, but in a modern day setting. That's right. He's a cop. He's retired, but there's still evil supernatural afoot, and he's got to do his thing. But yeah, tons of special features on here. I had to watch it with I had to watch it for that Frank Jane commentary. Uh, but yeah, let me bring it up so you guys can see it here. Yeah, Magic Cop. This is this out now? Let's see when this is out. Does it say? Yeah. It's so this has been out for a while. But look at that beautiful artwork. You get a full poster of this, guys. This is amazing. So here we go. Uh, the great Lam Ching Ying faces a new supernatural challenge. Someone is using the living dead to smuggle drugs into modern-day Hong Kong. After seeing um, what is it? After seeing off hopping corpses in Mr. Vampire, the great Lam Ching Ying faces a new supernatural challenge. Someone is using the living dead to smuggle drugs into modern-day Hong Kong, and only uh, Lam's official officer, me, Officer Fang, a policeman and Taoist master, can stop them, proving the power of traditional Chinese magic in the, in the process, mixing comedy, action, an esoteric lore. Magic Cop sees the incomparable lamb at his brilliant best. 88 Films are proud to present this gorgeously re re uh, restored treat from the golden age of Hong Kong cinema. Yes, yeah, so picture quality looks great. Subtitles, you get the audio commentary by Frank Jang, and there's a lot more on there. It is, I highly, highly, highly recommend you guys purchase and buy that because, I mean, think about it. Like, I've been wanting to see this for years. And it still didn't disappoint, mm -hmm. you know. I, I wasn't like, man, my expectations were too, were too high. This was so much fun. There's like comedy, horror. There's a buddy cop vibe in this. 
And it's just so much absolute fun. You get a little bit of martial arts here and there. Uh, Billy Chow's in here. You get a little bit. Michiko is great. When is she not great? I don't think it's possible. She plays the antagonist in this film. Uh, but yeah, again. Oh, shit. I forgot. I forgot to show this earlier during our new Fist of Fury review. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna show you guys a cover to a new Fist of Fury release. This is gonna blow your mind. You guys ready for this? This is why this is why you guys are watching. This is why you're here live. All right, this is an actual real, not a fan made. This is a real cover. They they sold new Fist of Fury on DVD and VHS with this cover right here. Ready? Here it goes. Oh shit! <laughs> I I do not remember that part of the movie. Wow, that's um Yo wow, damn Ram Rambo, where you at? Jackie with Packers. Where you at, Rambo? Muggo. You don't you don't remember the part of the movie where he just laid out all the Japanese uh That would have been a very different ending. <laughs> dit, dit. Now that would have been worthy of the dit, dit. I, I had to show you guys this. This is amazing. And if I'm out in the wild and I come across this on VHS, I'm buying it. So I could put it on the shelf. But yeah, I forgot to show you guys this earlier, but it's hysterical. Uh, but yeah, back to Magic Cop. Back to Magic Cop. All right. Again, uh, Lan Ching Ying is great. Uh, you do get that buddy cop vibe. But again, amazing. I mean, no CGI. All amazing, wonderfully fun <laughs> practical effects throughout this whole movie. You guys are going to love the practical effects. And let me tell you something. The finale, guys. Oh my god, the finale is so fucking insane and so fucking wild. I, I, I kept telling her while we were watching it, I was like, this is insane. <laughs> like we're watching it a couple minutes go by. This is insane. We're still going. Because there's no CGI, baby. So hey, no CGI fireball getting used around the scene. No, we're gonna make a real live fireball, put it put it on the cable and swing it at motherfuckers. Because that's how we did it back then. <laughs> It is glorious. Just so much fun. Yeah, it is wild. The finale alone is worth when is worth the price of admission. It is worth a purchase. Seeing Lam Ching Ying throw down against Michiko. And it is just sorcerer battles, martial arts, comedy thrown in there. Highly, highly recommend Magic Cop. You guys have got to buy it, man. Gotta buy it. Yes. That's right. That's right. <laughs> New new fist of Rambo. There you go. There you go. Oh my goodness. Oh, you own that? Oh, Heather, post a Heather, post a photo of it on movie on the Movie Dojo Army Army Facebook page. And I'll feature it. Yeah. Yes, yes. Oh, what fun. But yeah, Magic Cop. Not that, not that much more to say about it. Just I don't want to spoil too much. Uh highly recommend it. It is, it is I, it, oh my god. It just yes. This is why I love. Hong Kong cinema from the 80s and 90s. You just get wonderful stuff like that. Yeah, Magic, Magic Cop is great. Yes, add it to your Mr. Vampire collection, Kevin. Yeah. All right. Now it's time for the two last big ones. Oh, two man. last big ones. Two last big ones. Oh, two last man. big ones. Oh, man. So, I can't wait to talk about it. Okay. Here we go. Uh. So, uh, Again, this this last week was really rough. Yeah. Um. <coughs> actually, this whole month. Oh, this hold whole, on. Okay. Fuck this. Yeah. Uh, fuck, fuck that shit. I'm not surprised. Yeah, I know. Disney, we knew it was coming. Disney's but been. But still, we're, Disney we're not happy been, about um, it. Disney's been 
really, really shady with their physical media releases lately anyway. You know what's funny about this? You know what's funny about this? Mm. They're going to stop physical media being sold in Australia, which is just the beginning. But yet their own goddamn shows and movies on their own goddamn streaming service, they're taken away because it's too expensive to keep there. Yeah. So you're fucked. If any of you out there were, if there's actually some fans of the Willow series out there, you're fucked. You're never going to watch it again. And you can't buy it on physical media. Yeah. This is why we always support physical media. Yeah. Get it while you can, guys. Yeah. Get it while you can. And, and to go off on just a, a, a slight tangent. Yeah. One of the reasons I, I also support physical media is because we now own this. End of story. That's it. When it comes to physical media, there are a couple of reasons you're taking a risk when you buy physical media. Mm-hmm. First of all, you're at the mercy of your internet. I don't know about you guys, but I can only afford so much yeah. when it comes to internet. Yeah. And we have yet to have an experience with streaming where we're watching something and, oh, look at that picture. Look at that pixelated goodness because <laughs> something dips. Right. And it doesn't matter what time of the day it is. Yeah. It, it's going to happen. It's it's going to happen. And I like my picture nice and clear. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I like not having to wait for the for the picture to clear itself out before I can continue watching something. And not to mention, yeah, when you when you, when you buy something, who knows if that company is going to be now? Obviously, Amazon is going to probably going to be around long after we're all dead. But there are a lot of streaming services that who knows if they're still going to be around Mm -hmm. for a while. Like, I don't know. There's some services that they're not that great. They're upping their prices left and right because they need it because, you know, their libraries aren't that good. So who knows if they're going to be around for very much longer? And if you purchase something off of their app, what happens when their app goes down? You bought a movie off of their app and... Well, if their app yeah. crashes, what happened to that movie that you just bought? That you just bought? It's like buying a fucking NFT. What have you actually purchased? Right. You know what I'm saying? It's like the 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 biggest risk you're taking now with buying physical media. It's kind of like if you own a VHS cassette. Mm. Do, you, do you can you still get a working VCR? Like how much longer will we be able to have a working DVD or Blu-ray or 4K player? Mm-hmm. Hopefully for a while. Yeah. But with physical media. There's nothing actually there. Like, what happens if the internet crashes for a day? You mean, you mean with streaming? With streaming. Right. With streaming, yeah. Sorry. What happens if your internet crashes for a day? Yeah. You know, what happens if stuff goes down for a while? Mm-hmm. It's like, you know, it just it just irritates me. Yeah. It, it irritates me so much. And I understand the convenience factor, but... Yeah. We like, we like both, but... Yeah. It, while we can, guys... While while we can support it, I mean, right now this is the best time to actually be a collector. Believe it or not, even though they say physical media is dying, believe it or not, it's actually the best time because you're getting rare stuff remastered coming out. You know, now's the time to buy. You know, if you can afford it. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. back to this. All right. Anyway. We got that, that we uh clip that and share that somewhere. Our thoughts on uh <laughs> Disney shutting down shit. Uh now yeah. you weren't feeling well. I wasn't like one of my one of my ever. And we had a decision to make. 
with what we were going to watch. <laughs> and we we had a choice between one of the two. And we were going to watch the one first because we had an experience with the one previously. And we were bored out of our minds the first time we saw this movie. And we saw it with a riff tracks attached to it. And for some you're reason, skipping, skipping. no, no, no I'm, okay. I'm, I'm setting it okay. up. So the first time we saw the one movie, we were like, ah, oh, we didn't like this movie. We were bored. And right. we we're like, we should probably get this out of the way first. Right. But then you read me the plot synopsis to this other film. Yes. And I said, I think you found the movie we need to watch right now. <laughs> yes. And oh boy. Yes. Oh boy. Here we go. I'm going to play. I'm, I'm going to show this. Make sure you guys know. Hold on a second. Well, Kelly Kells, my Kelly girl. Kells, what's going on? Hello, my child. I've missed you. <laughs> ah. Hold on. Uh -oh. What's going on here? Start from scratch. Yes. Fighting back. Fighting back. So I'm going to show you guys the special features and then we're going to talk. Oh, I can't wait to talk about this movie right here. <laughs> all right. Fighting back. All right. Beautiful. Look at that. Limited edition. Comes with a poster. All this cool shit. Look at that. Slip cover. Look at that. All that. Booklet. Uh, let's see. This is coming. Is this? Oh, it's available right now. Look at that. Look at that. It's come up. All right. We'll go over the features really quick. Enough is enough. <laughs> the streets of Philadelphia are unsafe, but John D'Angelo has a solution. Thieves, pimps, and pushers beware. Yeah. He's declaring a personal war on crime from the director of Alligator and the producer of Death Wish comes fighting back. Tom Skerritt stars as John D'Angelo, a proud husband and father fed up with the crime and fear his family endures every day. When his wife, Lisa, and elderly mother are both victims of violent attacks, he organizes a team of locals to operate as a neighborhood patrol group. But when the patrol resorts to vigilante tactics, the lines between protection and personal vendetta become blurred, resulting in violence and corruption. Directed by Louis Teague from a script by Thomas Headley. That's Headley. Headley. And <laughs> Junior and David Z. Goodman from Straw Dogs, featuring a supporting cast that includes Michael Sarazin and Yafet Koto. And with a score by celebrated Italian composer, uh, Pirio Piccinoni. Spaghetti. <laughs> All right. Fighting Back <laughs> was released overseas as Death Vengeance. Finally makes his blistering Blu-ray debut. 1080p, picture quality is great. You have lossless mono audio, English subtitles. Enough is enough. A new interview with director Louis Teague. I watched this. I'll talk about my, my thoughts about it after we're done reviewing the movie. Are talking about the movie. It's great stuff, though. Danny Cam, a new interview with camera operator Danielle Nanuzzi. Trailer, TV spot, image gallery, double-sided fold-out poster featuring original and newly commissioned artwork by Luke's insect. Reversible sleeve featuring original and newly commissioned artwork by Luke. Illustrated collector's booklet featuring new writing on the film by critics Rob Scarvarla and Walter Chaw and a career-spanning interview with director Louis Teague. All right. So, what made us? Oh, go ahead. What made us uh, jump, skip, and uh, jump uh, to this one first? You you read the synopsis, and the first thing was like sold. Okay, you yeah. never heard of this, and it just sounded like oh, this sounds like it could be the one. And this movie is unhinged, <laughs> freaking unhinged. Going to be some minor spoilers here, but yeah. Um, we have to. So straight out of the gate, yeah. Um, 
And again, there's nothing funny about what I'm about to say. I'm going to spoil something right out of the gate. I'm going to spoil something major right out of the gate. Maybe oh, two things. Damn. I thought the cat was out. You no, freaked me out. Damn. Sorry. <laughs> That's all right. So again, nothing funny about the subject matter no. I'm about to talk about. But how, but it's, it's, how it's portrayed in the it's movie is funny. I'm sorry. What I'm about to say is funny. So we're introduced oh my God. To, to Tom Skerritt's character <laughs> and his family. And and a couple of the family members are moving away yeah. and they're alluding to the fact that the neighborhood's getting rough and his wife is, you know, kind of sad that some people are moving away. Yeah. And the wife, they're having this casual conversation about, oh, I want to raise this baby. She's hinting that she's right. pregnant. Yeah. I want to raise this baby off in the woods in a cabin somewhere where there's no one around. <laughs> now keep him. They, they've got this other. They've got this other son that we find out about later in a minute because he's sitting in the back of the car that they're right. driving in. Yeah. This is only like seven minutes in when yeah. this scene happens. Yes. So the, the the people move on, and all of a sudden we have this scene where Scarrett, his wife, and this the son in the back are are in are in a car. And we we come to this this stoplight, and all of a sudden, cut to the right, or you know the the the, the right of the car. Yeah. And there's a pimp slapping his yeah his his worker. Yeah, yeah. Slapping the absolute <laughs> shit out of her, and the pregnant lady, the pregnant lady makes it a point to yell out, "Hey, what are you doing? Stop that! Stop that! Stop that!" And the pimp is like. Hey, mind your fucking business. Yeah. And of course, it causes a it causes a ruckus. Yeah. And even the the lady getting slapped is like, <laughs> mind your own business. Yeah, whatever she said. Basically, basically is like so so pregnant lady shouldn't have even said anything. Even well, though it wasn't just that. Yeah, she got out of the car. Yes, and rushed. The pregnant lady got out of the car. On the street yes. and rushed and ran over to fight the pimp. Yes. What are you doing? Yes. What are you doing? And You're asking for it. Yes. Pull over somewhere else and call the cops. Yes. What are you doing? But go ahead. Yes. <laughs> we just started. And, the movie just started. And of course, the the pimp makes it a point to to, to point out to Scarrett, you know, a guy who can't control his woman, you know, blah 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 blah. And there's this little confrontation. Yeah. And so they drive away, and, and they they're they're done. The pimp was more like, did that just happen? Right. He was like more surprised. Right. But then they're driving away, and the pregnant lady's still talking shit. So I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing? Right. So the pimp's like, all right, well we're gonna we're gonna fucking come after you now. So he gets in the car, chase. They they have a chase, and then the pregnant lady exclaims. Oh my god, they're following us. <laughs> oh my god. You don't we, say we, got, we immediately knew you don't we, say. we immediately knew we had a winner. Oh. We had a winner oh. with fighting back. So uh he uh cra they he shoots at they they're shooting at the car, I think, but then he crashes into the car. Yeah. the car crashes into something else, and then the pimp drives off. And so and then the lady she gets out of the car immediately <laughs> clutches her stomach screaming yeah immediate miscarriage <laughs> okay again nothing funny about a miscarriage yeah. Yeah. but in this context hysterical <laughs> we are only 
seven minutes into knowing these people. Seven and the minutes. The fact that we've been introduced to these pair, these people. Oh, she's pregnant. Oh, miscarriage. Yeah. Yeah. Hilarious. <laughs> That's funny. Okay. It, it, it keeps going. Okay. So right after that. So yeah. she's we've we've established she's pregnant and oh sudden miscarriage because yeah. of her own stupidity. Yeah. We're like three minutes in between all of this. We've already had oh pregnant. Yeah. Oh, she's an idiot. Oh, she's lost the, mo- the baby. The movie's so fast. Okay. We didn't even know there was another kid in the backseat. Right. <laughs> of the car. So not only did she put her unborn child's life in danger, she put her already a live child's life yes. in danger and her husband's life yes. in so this she wouldn't shut the fuck up right yeah. so so they're in the hospital she's in the hospital still recovering from all of this cut to a couple minutes later tom scarrett's mom needs to get her medication oh, oh and so she goes oh, to the pharmacy takes oh. the son with her takes the grandson with set her. up before what happened before that okay what happened before that she made it a point Right. Over and over. I don't need no help. Right. I don't need no one to come with me to right. the store. I'm right. I'm 300 years old. <laughs> right. But I don't need any help. Right. I'm 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 a badass. I'll be fine. Right. Go ahead. But the grandson goes with her anyway. So they go to this pharmacy, um, which is immediately robbed yes. by two hooded punks yes. with shotguns. I believe yes. they're shotguns. Yes. And um you know, uh, they they gut shot the pharmacist. Yeah, I think he ended up living. They injured him. I think, think so. Yes. And they do they pistol whip her or they hit her with well, something? I thought it was hysterical. Three hundred year old badass grandma basically fucked off and tried to run and get out. She left her grandson there. Right. And turned around and tried to leave. They hit her over the head. She fell down. She was bleeding a little bit, but so she wasn't dead. She gets, and then she gets really, really hurt. Yes. The, the grandson gets traumatized. Right, right, right. And um, so they all end up back in the hospital. So now grandma's in the hospital. Oh, recovering wait. miscarried wife is in the hospital. Oh, yeah. Um, because granny was wearing a, an expensive ring. The 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 hooded thief. Pulls out a pair of gardening clippers <laughs> out of nowhere from his back pocket okay. because hooded armed yes. uh, you know thugs Robbers. carry carry gardening shears yes pruners yes in their back pockets he cuts off her finger to get the ring <laughs> off yeah. of her hand yes and um, so yeah so now <laughs> she's in the hospital <laughs> recovering miscarried wife is in the hospital so that that's how much time has passed it's like what eight minutes gone by <laughs> 10 minutes so this ends up being 17 minutes in we because all this shit has gone down yeah. we had to check the time and we're like oh how much time has passed for all this yeah. shit to actually like yeah. go down right oh jesus oh yeah so so because of the incident uh you know the cops aren't doing their jobs so uh scarrett and his and his friends form like this guardian angels type thing and they go out and try to fight bad guys and we have some bar fights and there's action and it's just goofiness on but it's, it's like crazy though because it's like dude you're not getting paid you're put you're putting your life on the line like what are you doing man but he's got to save the he's tired of the the crime in the city man but yeah this movie's batshit insane it's batshit insane because of the pacing so fast we shouldn't be laughing at things that are that are serious but it's just like we couldn't help but we we have a dark sense of humor anyway but yeah. we couldn't help but laugh hysterically but there's other moments other moments so you know we don't want to spoil too much but we have to at least spoil one more thing 
Again, this movie's crazy. We're not really doing it justice. We highly it's, recommend it's, you watch if you if you want some grindhouse goodness, some late night midnight viewing, some so so bad it's good. You you have to watch Fighting Back. Buy this goddamn movie. This is the first time I I never even heard of this movie. I never even seen this movie on DVD before. I never even seen this movie on VHS before, and now it's on Blu-ray. This is a purchase. You got to watch it, okay? But I'll I'll give you one more taste. One more taste. So, uh, Scarrett stops a drug dealer, all right? Wants to find out, you know, what's going on. The mob in that area pulls Scarrett in for a meeting. And be like, hey, we understand what you're doing. You're trying to make it the, the, your, your city a better place and town a better place. But you can't be crossing our shit, our line, right? And he goes, I understand, but, you know, this is what I do. And I'll make sure to not overgo, overstep my bounds or whatever fuck, right? So the main Godfather guy, he gives him a coin, okay? It's a golden coin. He gives it to him, and he goes, hey, get any trouble out there. You show anybody this coin, they'll know what to do. They'll leave you alone, right? And he goes, thank you, sir. Takes the coin, puts it in his pocket. There's this chicken joint. Uh <laughs> That's the, 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 the guy that runs that owns the chicken right. joint. He's one of the guys that's been given him problems because he's also like, I, I don't know if he's, he's doing drugs or some yeah, shit like yeah, that. He's, he's up to no good. Yeah. And Scarrett tried to confront him, but he's like, fuck you. Right. And so Scarrett comes back to him with the coin. With the coin. Like, hey, hey, I can fuck with you now. So, right. yeah, fuck you. So he comes back. He's like, yeah, what are you back here? You want to go? You want to fight? And he go, he shows him the coin. He shows him the coin. And he puts it down there. He's like, uh, now I'm gonna need you to leave. And the guy goes, All right. And the guy walks away. He's behind the counter. The guy walks away towards the back. And I was like, Oh, I guess that's it. He was like, Oh shit, that's the godfather's coin, the soup seal of approval. I'm fucking out. That's what I thought. So we thought was gonna was happening. No, he goes to the back. Up the kitchen to the chicken joint and fucking KFC. He goes in the back of KFC kitchen and comes back out with an axe. <laughs> he comes back out with an axe and he's like, come on, motherfucker, let's go. And then they start fighting. And I was like, oh my God, this movie's insane. We were jaws were dropped. And of course, after Scarrett kicks his ass, he gets a bucket of chicken. While he's there and pays for it and walks out. You guys have got you gotta see Fighting Back. You, this movie's insane. You gotta see Fighting Back. It's unhinged. I didn't even want to spoil that, but I had to spoil it for you. Yeah. Just to show. And then it has these yeah. wacky moments of trying to make social commentary about racism, yeah. but then <laughs> it doesn't even know how to do that. Which makes it kind of funny. Yeah. It literally right. has a moment where Yafet Kodo shows up twice and he's trying to make a point about how Scarrett's racist. Right. And then it goes absolutely yeah. nowhere. Goes nowhere. And it's like movie. <laughs> movie? Yeah. It, yeah. It chicken unhinged. chicken joint Just axe fight unhinged. happens in fighting back. Unhinged. Yeah, unhinged. Yeah. But yeah, we're not going to spoil anymore. <laughs> but there's all these just just a crazy, odd, bizarre uh, it, moments, and, and even the dialogue between characters. 
they're talking over each other. Oh. The camera angles are just sitting there. Like it's weird. Like it's just like, what are we, what is what are we doing with this movie? And then when I after I got to watch the movie, I, I watched the interview with the director. And it makes sense. The director said that he wanted people in the movie to talk like people do in real life, which means they'll argue, they'll talk over each other, they'll repeat the same thing over and over to make their point. So he said that was on point. He said that was on purpose. He says to the viewer, like us, it was kind of messy and weird, but he said that was kind of like on purpose. But he said, looking back on, uh, he's, he's known for the big three. He was a Cujo, Alligator, and there was another cat's eye. cat's eye, right? So this guy's awesome. So when he goes to horror conventions, he said he was always surprised when somebody would go up to him randomly and be like, yo, man, fighting back, bro. <laughs> like, I love fighting back. And he's like, you do? <laughs> he's just like surprised. Uh, the people that really enjoyed it. it has like a cult following, but he said that looking back and looking back at fighting back now, him as a filmmaker now watching fighting back now, he understands he understands where his mindset was back then when he was making the movie. He used to work with Roger Corman, so he straight left Roger Corman still had that Roger Corman type of quick filmmaking mentality and exploitation. He still had that in his head. So he went straight from Roger Corman and straight to fighting back. Boom, boom, boom. Quick, fast, exploitation, exploitation, exploitation. And he says a lot, if he made fighting back today, he would have pasted better. He, it would have been a lot better movie, he thinks. But he understands where that's where his head was because he was still Roger Corman, Roger Corman exploitation movie. So that makes a lot of sense, mm -hmm. if, especially if you watch Fighting Back. But yeah. As it is, though, I fucking love it. Yeah, dude. Fighting Back, check it out. Uh, we highly recommend it. But after the high, the high of fight, after finishing Fighting Back, we were expecting yeah. to be crashing down. Oh, yeah. To, to a boring low. Because yes. again, the first time we saw this movie, this yes. next movie, we saw the riff tracks. And for some reason, when we saw the riff tracks, we were bored out of our mind. Now, usually riff tracks make a movie more enjoyable. And uh, I don't know what our deal was the first time we saw this movie with riff tracks, but we yeah. just were not into it. I would, you know, especially with. <laughs> Expectations were high once we saw the cast too, and all who was in it. All I can so expectations say, were high when we watched it the first time. All I can say now is let's hear it for giving a movie a second chance. Sometimes, sometimes, yes, yeah. Um, because watching this movie again, yeah, through through I guess I don't know a more clear lens, yeah, a, a lowered expectation lens. Maybe that's what it was. Well, seriously low because we didn't like this movie we were yeah. bored out of our goddamn mind yeah and we thought the cast in this movie was wasted yeah um and we're all i'm off and on with the director anyway right james glickenhouse right uh but we ended up having a ball dude, with mcbain motherfucking mcbain son what mcbain yeah before we get into mcbain before we get into the mcbainisms here oh shit Rob, what's going on, brother? Good to see you, man. What's going on, man? We have some Trek talk to catch up on. Oh, Trek talk. Oh. William Riker is a hoe. William, <laughs> William Riker's a hoe. He is a man hoe. <laughs> All right. McBain. Here we go. For those of you that want to purchase McBain, 
I believe it is out. It has been out. Yes, it is out right now. Uh, released from Synapse Films. Here we go. Plot synopsis. Christopher Walken stars as McBain, a man who avenges the death of a friend by sending a team to Columbia to assassinate a drug lord. That's right. Taking on the drug lords is impossible. Taking on a country is insane. Yes. When a prisoner of war, Robert McBain, is rescued in the jungles of North Vietnam by a group of rangers, he expresses his thanks and gratitude. The leader of the rangers, Santos, takes out a $100 bill, tears it in two, gives half to McBain and says, if the other half of this bill ever finds you, you can pay me back. Yes. 18 years later, Santos is killed in Colombia while leading a fight against drug lords and corrupt politicians. His sister, Christina, um, played by Maria Conchita, goes to New York and the other half of the bill and seeks out McBain to enlist his help in overthrowing the Colombian regime with the surviving ex-rangers from his Vietnam rescue team, including Michael Ironside. That's right. Motherfucking Steve James. Yeah. That's right. McBain's team travels to Columbia to break the power of the drug lords and avenge Santos' death. Directed by genre favorite James Glicken House. Yes. Uh, not a lot of special features, but you do get an awesome audio commentary from the director and film historian Chris Pagliale. Pagliale. Yeah. 5.1 <laughs> remix surround sound. <laughs> and the picture quality is phenomenal. Now. Back to the McBainisms here again. Again, we were not looking forward to watching this. We did not like this. I was like, God damn it, another fucking snore fest from fucking James Glickenhouse. Another James Glickenhouse fucking wasting the talent he's got in his movie. Do me a favor. Oh, you can't do it. I'll do it. I want to see when Jackie Chan's police. I have a theory. I want to see when Jackie Chan's police story came out. I'm going to look right now. Hold on. Give me a second, guys. If you guys know, let me know in chat. This is my theory, and I'm sticking to it. Okay, 1985. Well, Hmm. well, 1985, Jackie Chan's police story came out. Now, if you guys are unaware, Jackie Chan's film, The Protector, was another American try the good old college try to get Jackie Chan over here in America, directed by James Glickenhouse. James Glickenhouse didn't know who he had. He was trying to make Jackie Chan into kind of like a Clint Eastwood type character. We all know that's not Jackie Chan. Do I got to play the fucking shit earlier? Show the photo of him trying to Bruce Lee? Jackie Chan is not Clint Eastwood. Jackie Chan went back to Hong Kong and was like, this is a fuck you to everyone wasting me. So he made one of the greatest action movies of all time, Police Story. James Glickenhouse sat down and watched Police Story and couldn't believe it. He could not, his jaw dropped. He could not believe the talent and the guy he had in his, in his, in his movie. He couldn't believe it. He was stunned. So my theory is he's like, all right, fuck this. <laughs> I'm going to go balls to the walls, over the top, insane action stunts, special effects, fucking explosions we're go i'm going crazy i would not be surprised that's my theory mm. jackie chan's police story changed him i'm yeah. just throwing it out there because his movies are not like this in terms of action i mean this this might be the the what, what do you call it 
uh, like the best movie. What do you, what do you, what's the what's the term? Hmm. Like not 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 the swan song, but this might be his uh, ah, the greatest film of all in his career. What is what is the what is the term? magnum opus? The magnum opus, <laughs> McBain. I'm calling it right now. This is this is James Glickenhaus' magnum opus. Yeah. Did you see? Um, he's so horny. <laughs> Talking about uh, Riker. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh my god. Riker's gross. Yeah. Riker so is again, really gross. Again. Early Riker is just the worst. Again. Ew. Back to McBain. Back to motherfucking McBain. Okay. So we were like, God damn it! After fighting back that high, we got to watch fucking McBain. Mm. So we sat down, we watched it on all, um, and, uh, man, I, I was, what did I say to you several times throughout the, the, the movie? We were watching the movie and I'm like, is this the same movie? <laughs> we were like, I kept saying that, like, is this the same movie we watched? Yeah. Like, this is, this is ridiculously entertaining. This is like one of the great, greatest action B movies I've ever seen. Like, like, this is the same, like, we kept looking at each other. Like, it was crazy. And, um. Oh, we got a little bit of a delay here. Hold on. Come on. What's going on? I think the mouse is being stupid here. It's not scrolling. We got a little bit of delay. I don't know why. Uh, here we go. I'm just going to show you a screenshot that I took from my phone while we were watching the movie. <laughs> this does not represent the actual really good picture quality on Blu-ray. I'm going to show you a screenshot of Michael Ironside from McBain. Look at this. What? <laughs> Michael? What? Mr. Ironside, what oh. what movie are you in, Michael? Oh, Michael, man. what Dude. movie are you in? Uh. <laughs> I'm telling you, you guys gotta watch. You gotta watch McBain, okay? But yeah, right in the beginning, <sighs> they rescued McBain. The Rangers come in, and they had they had Christopher Walken in a pit fight to the death. Yeah, with this big buff guy. This whole, is how the movie starts. The whole beginning of the movie is basically it's the end of the Vietnam War, and uh, this one group of guys they're they're pulling out in a chopper, and it's their their unit. They're like, "Hey, war's over. We're getting out." And they fly over this camp, and they look down, and they're talking to themselves, "Hey, you think there are any POWs down there?" And of course, Ironside, he's like, "Man, who cares? Let's get the fuck out of here. I don't give a shit." This, that, that. And one of the guys is like, yeah, but could you live with yourself if we yeah. didn't check? Like, what if there's nobody, there might not be anybody down there, but could you live with yourself thinking, right. what if there was somebody right. down there? So they go down there and sure enough, it's a POW camp. Yeah. And that's when we come across McBain <laughs> in this, in this pit fighter scenario. Pit fighter scenario. But when our boys show up, it's like chaos explosion stunts like right in the beginning of the movie i'm like whoa that's how you start the movie that's what's up and then we kind of fast forward uh some of the soundtrack some of the music and songs are like bad like they don't fit the scenes like the whole beginning of the movie yeah, right like it this, didn't it didn't it's like fit. This, this female ballad like, it didn't fit at all it was like what, the vietnam like what are we doing get yeah. that song out of here anyway yeah uh but anyway so we fast forward to the future. Everybody's doing their own thing. Michael Ironside's character is rich. Everyone's like well, one of them. One, one, one of the one of the actors from the Warriors is, is one of the Rangers, and he's like a cop. And well, everyone's McBain, doing McBain's a working man, right? He's you know he's construction like, or yeah, yeah something like that. Yeah. yeah. So uh, you know our 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 female badass, her brother gets killed. She goes to she goes to McBain. She gives him a hundred dollar bill. We need you. He gets a team together. 
Seven Samurai style. And at first, uh, Ironside, uh, true to character, is like, man, I'm he's the rich one. He's yeah, the rich Ironside's one. the rich one. Yeah. And Ironside's like, hell no. Look at look at look at what I'm living in. <laughs> I'm just gonna keep playing this. Yeah. Showing this photo. Y'all, y'all can, you know, go die. I don't know. Yeah, at first. Yeah. But last minute, of course. Can I go? He, he I'm gonna joins. go with you guys. Yeah. He joins, which yeah. is like, yay! Yeah. Ironside's actually not playing a villain. Which I know. Is very funny. I know. We kind of expected him to suddenly become like a last-minute villain, but yeah, nope. Yeah, nope. Uh, but yeah, he gets the team together. There's some com- comedic moments, but man, you get some badass moments the when team, they pull when the, they pull up on the drug dealers. The team actually had a nice little yeah chemistry going. Yes, and of course, anything anytime you get to see Steve James. It's Steve James bonus. Steve it's, James heightens every scene and every movie he's it's in. It's wonderful. Yes, yes. But yeah, they 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 need money to fund shit, to fund their revolution, right? So they first start small and then they start big with the with the bigger gangsters' money. But they start small and they 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 roll up on these these gang members, drug dealers, to kind of get their money. And it's chaos. It's fucking badass. Shotgun blast. The one dude goes flying out the window. Real stun. The guy falling all the way down on top of a car. Dude, like there's some good badass shit when this team gets together. Yeah, the guy in the middle, of the actor, he was in the Warriors. Uh, but yeah, we, some really good stuff. And uh, I, it, when I first time I saw this movie, I was like, Christopher Walken does not want to be here. Like when we first watched it, I was like, it, Christopher Walken looks like he he would rather be in any other movie. But watching it again, I enjoyed I enjoyed his character, man. But dude, the action set pieces and stunt work, stunt work. There were moments where we looked at each other. We're like, oh, that person's dead. <laughs> that person's dead. I mean, there were some really close call explosions and things falling on people. And just like the, the whole rebel, the, our female badass, re, you know, leading the charge with the rebels to take out the drug lords at the end. That was a finale on its own. That was already a finale. You know, they had that fighter pilot that ended up joining the team later. I mean, that was huge body count, chaos, tank blasting. I mean, Gatling guns. I mean, it was insane. But no, that actually was not the finale of the movie. The finale movie is more chaos and action and huge body count. And I was just like having so much fun. I was smiling mm. while watching McBain. I couldn't believe this was the same movie. We were like, fuck this movie. Yeah. We were bored out of our minds. Uh, but yeah. It's funny, like you said, revisiting a movie you haven't watched in years yeah. and having a different effect on you. But yeah, this is one of the greatest B-action movies ever made. Ever made. We highly recommend motherfucking Mick Bain, son. That's right. Michael Ironside recommends <laughs> motherfucking Mick Bain. The only thing that would have made Mick Bain like, completely A+. plus. 100% complete is if Wings Hauser had Wings been in it. motherfucking Hauser. Because Wings Hauser is God. Wings Hauser is God. <laughs> we're late to the Wings, one, Wings, one Wings day, Hauser g- game. One day we're going to talk we're about. We're fans now. <laughs> one day we're going to talk about Tough Guys Don't Dance. One day. One day. Tough Guys it, Don't it's Dance. It's not today, but one day we're going to talk yeah. about it and we're going to talk about Wings Hauser. I think one day we're going to do a whole video on Wings Hauser. We might. We might have to. Because Wings Hauser is Wings amazing. fucking Hauser. Wings Hauser yes. is amazing. Yes, he is. And uh, <laughs> he, I, I want to see more Wings. Yeah. If you go to Action Elite, shout out to Owen. If you go to Action Elite on Facebook, uh, there's a someone posted that they're trying to kickstart a documentary on Wings Hauser. So if you guys want to support it. But yeah, Tough Guys Don't Dance. Uh, imagine the craziness and kind of, okay. it's a little taste. Okay, no, no, no. 
No, no. All they have to do is go to the worst line delivery ever on YouTube, which is Oh God, Oh Man. Oh, yeah. Everybody oh, knows. Everybody oh, knows man. about that. Oh, God. Everybody knows oh, about man. that. But guess what? That's not the craziest thing that there's, happens in that movie. There's more. <laughs> you would think that that's the height of insanity for yes. that film. No. 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 Oh. So it's like it's 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 like crazier than Fighting Back, but in a like romantic mystery murder mystery movie kind of way, maybe. That think? that movie, Tough Guys Don't Dance, is <laughs> is fascinating. Yes. And baffling. Yes. And I can't wait to own it on Blu-ray. <laughs> we're gonna buy this movie. We will. And brought gonna, to us from Canon. Yeah, you know, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna buy it, and then we're gonna, <laughs> we're gonna talk about it. Yeah. How are you doing right now? You need a break? Um, you need a... If you want to do a little bit, and then I'll need a break. Yeah. All right. All right, guys, we're going to hang out for a little bit longer. And if you guys have any questions or you want to just chill and talk movies, we are here. But, yeah, don't forget all the movies I mentioned we reviewed. Links in the description box below where you can find them. Even if you find them on Arrow's website or Amazon, you're still supporting these studios that are bringing us awesome content. So make sure you just buy it anywhere. But fighting Physical back. media. Physical media, son. Represent. But, yeah, we're here to hang out, chat, ask us anything. I'm going to get something to drink. Yeah. You're going to leave me? Yes. <laughs> oh, the little monster's asleep. Good. He's tuckered. Yeah, he's tuckered from terrorizing us. No. <laughs> oh. oh it's awake! No. It has awoken! No. Oh, some. What is it? Jurassic World live tour. Oh, what is that? I didn't know that. What's that? It's that that thing where they've got the live dinosaurs. You know the live puppeteering and all that. Yes. How was it? Oh, let it out! It's so cute. I want it. I want him. Oh, all right. I want him. Yeah. Was it was it really a trailer though for Godzilla minus one? It was a teaser. Yeah, I don't even consider that a. I don't. I. I. I saw it and I felt absolutely nothing. I. I don't. It didn't show enough. I. I feel nothing because it wasn't anything. So I. <laughs> the only the only excitement I got out of it was that hey, there's another Godzilla movie. Yeah, coming. it's like so that's about it. it's it's nice that there's another Godzilla movie. Um, and I guess I guess we're gonna be getting a slightly new design, which is nice. Um, and we'll see. That's all I can say is that we'll see. Um, but yeah, that wasn't even there was nothing to to really think about. Um, I know the whole premise is that. I guess the premise is that there's been a war and we're going back to the Godzilla's, you know, a big baddie again, which is, is the cool. Sequel to first original? I don't know. I don't know if it's one of those. I'm sure Rob did a three hour <laughs> breakdown. I know, right? Rob's good at that. Kelly Kells, I I am alive. And that's about all I can say about that. How have you been, my dear? Um, Sean. Uh, yeah, uh, definitely interested in the 4K of Mask of the Phantasm. That movie deserves it, definitely. Will we ever go to G-Fest? Um, it's a nice pipe dream. I'd like to. Oh, look at I it. I got him. Look at it. Hi. 
What's up, Sleepy? What's up, bud? What's up, you little bagul? Oh, there he goes. There he goes. He's not going to stay with you. I know he's not. I just wanted to pet him. All right. There were flamethrowers, motorcycle stunts. Wow. What? Nice. Hi. Nice. Paul Brown, what's going on? Hi. How cool is that? Wow. Flamethrowers, motorcycle stunts. Sold. You're a monster. That's how they get you. That's how they reel you in, man. You're a monster. Because they're cute and adorable. And then once once you once you get let let in, once you let them in, that's it. I hear you, Kelly. Oh, Rob felt the same way with the, the uh oh sorry, Kelly, keep clicking on the wrong one. You felt the same way with the teaser. Oh, oh wow, okay. Yeah, there wasn't really anything to react to. It's like I'm down for this. I'm down for this. Tommy M, what's going on? Thanks for popping in for a bit. We're just hanging and chilling now. We already did the uh, Blu-ray reviews. Thoughts so. on the new Exorcist Believer trailer? Haven't watched it. Don't care. <laughs> I'm sorry. I haven't seen it either. I have no faith in David Gordon Green. Yep. Um, you know, I know there, they're gonna... There's a lot of people out there that don't know that how the Halloween Ends director is doing these movies. Yeah. It's like, come on, guys. <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't feel any. I don't, I don't think anything of those movies that he did. Like, I don't. Think the trailer, the trailer's probably good. That doesn't mean the movie's gonna be good. No, no. So, yeah, I don't. Yeah, I'll check it out for the members. Hi. Yeah, channel members and patrons. I'll, I'll do a trailer reaction for you guys. You're evil. Yes, he is evil. Twenty Blu-rays to add. Nice. Twenty Blu-rays from a flea market. That's what? the way to That's do it. That's how you do it. That's how you do it, yeah. Kelly Kell's daughter starts kindergarten next month, and she's not okay with it. <laughs> uh, that's the way it is. <laughs> Hi. Hi. You want to go wreak some havoc? Go wreak no. Some havoc. Well, again, if you guys hear me scream, you know what's going on. You're ah. a monster. Kevin agrees with you. He threw that franchise down the toilet. Uh, I don't know. I'm sure it has. I'm sure the new Halloween trilogy has its fans. No, it does. It has its fans. Yeah. It's just. I didn't mind the first one. I thought it was solid. And that second one I liked a lot more because it was ridiculous. It was so dumb. It, it was, was funny. And it had like Jason kills. Yeah. That third but one was the just. The third one was like, what the fuck are you doing, man? Yeah. Don't feed Giz Gizmo eats whenever the hell he wants to. Gizmo, Giz was a sickly, Giz was a sickly little thing when we got him. So Gizmo gets to eat when Gizmo yeah. wants. <clears throat> I saw the trailer for the the, the uh, Bob Marley movie. Hopefully it's good. Hopefully it's a good movie. It's hard. It's hard to do biopics, you know. But yeah, hopefully it's good. No, we have not, not seen yet. Rise of the Beast. I get asked this every stream. It's not from Sean, but from other people. <laughs> it's going to be a streaming situation. Um, we were thinking for, about for free. Yeah, we were thinking about gonna. We were thinking about seeing it in the theater, and then it it just didn't happen. Yeah, a lot of movies we just didn't see in the theater this year. I don't think we've been to see it. Um, we haven't seen a, the a theatrical film since Sisu. Yeah, and a, even that's a then. While, yeah. The last thing we actually saw in the theater was Enter the Dragon. We had a chance to see Guardians of the Galaxy 3. And we said, fuck it, we're going to see Enter the Dragon in the theater. <laughs> yeah, because we kind of knew 
Guardians Three was gonna be fine. Yeah, we knew it was gonna be it was gonna be good. But how often do you get to see a classic movie in the yeah. theater? Yeah, fuck it, man. So seeing like, the dragon on the big screen that was fun. You know, you play with that curtain, you little weirdo. As long as he can amuse himself, you know? Yeah. Amuse himself on something else, not us. Biting our feet all the time. Now, someone wants to see Meg, too. I, You know, Severio, I'm kind of with you on this one, man. It looks, it looks, it looks, we got potential to see, to, it's got potential to give me what I wanted in the first Meg. So, I, I, I hope it's fun. Queen Sono. What's you seen that one? Mm-hmm. Which one that what which one the, that about, Kevin? I heard Sanctuary's good on Sono, the sumo wrestling uh show. And the boxing uh I heard was great. Bloodhounds. I want to see if I can watch and review that for you guys, but I heard that's a great action martial arts boxing uh series. Two brothers that box. Oh, Brandon, uh, Brandon's birthday is August 4th, it looks like. Right around the corner. Corner. Oh, way things are going right now. We're, we're probably going to be waiting for things to go to streaming for a while. So, very <laughs> Yeah. There was a point where we were going to, we were going to binge all of our indie films, Indiana Jones movies on 4K. And we were going to go see... Because we haven't watched them yet. Yeah, we were yeah. going to go see Dial of Depression in the theater. And then... we Because we knew we, we knew that the fifth movie was going to be trash. We knew it. Um, and then it was just like... The closer the, the closer the release date came out, the, the less your enthusiasm gets for things like that. And it's like, why are we wasting our money on something that we know we're not going to enjoy? Right. That's what it boils down to anymore is... Why risk it? No, it's not. It wasn't even a risk. It wasn't even yeah. a risk. We knew we weren't going to enjoy it. Yeah. And days off are harder and harder to enjoy without spending money that you'll never get back. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So it's like, why bother? Yeah. Why bother? Just wait to stream it. Heather enjoyed Barbie. Ryan Gosling. That's awesome. Nice. Nice. Glad you enjoyed Barbie, Heather. Let's see here. The last great Marvel movie. <laughs> oh, man. All right, Jake's going to see Meg too on on vacation. All right. Yeah, I heard good things, Kevin. I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to try to review it if I can. Yeah. It's become the Gizmo show today. Oh, there he goes. Mr. Biting. Yeah. Oh. He's he's play biting now. That's his thing. Let's see. Queen Sono plots and a highly trained South African spy takes on her most dangerous mission. Yeah. Oh, is that the is that the Gal Gadot Netflix movie, or is that something else? Because I think Gal Gadot has some kind of um, action movie coming out. Yeah, Guardians 3, we already knew was going to be good. I mean, most likely we'll probably buy it on 4K or something. Yeah, Disney releases it. Yeah, Disney. 
with a booger butt. <laughs> He's a lot worse than this. You guys are seeing the nice side. <laughs> he runs around crazy, jumps off everything. Just Every time I, I go walk somewhere, he runs after my feet, tries to bite it. The terror. We don't speak of such things as Disney remakes here. Uh, who's going to be in the... Godot, she's the evil, she's the witch. She finally got, you know, how they get to a certain age and they have to play a witch. It's her turn. God damn it. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, that's something we probably won't be going to see that. No. Kevin, did you see the Ninja Turtles movie? Okay, so this is something totally different then. Okay. I'll have to check it out. Uh, okay. Nice. Yeah, we we enjoyed the menu too. That was a nice little pleasant surprise. Yeah, there you go, Kevin. I was mixing them up. Yeah, that's right. Has he? Has he yet? Hmm. What? Oh. Oh no, he's not good about getting not, onto shelves. Not yet. yet. Soon. He's <laughs> yeah. He's really uncoordinated. He's. He's had a really slow start. Yeah. He uh he's he's had issues. So we're trying to get him healthy. You know, I'm the biggest I was one of the biggest fans of the boys. And I love that show and I champion that show and I will definitely and I'm always positive about it. I tell people about it. Um something was off in that third season. I still really enjoyed it a lot. There were some great moments. But something felt off in the finale, and it kind of soured me on the series a little bit. I still love it. I, I, I'm i excited when it comes back for season four. I can't wait. But at this point, anything that's a spinoff series of The Boys, I could kind of care less if I'm already losing a little bit of interest to the main show. Uh, but, yeah, I haven't even bothered watching the trailer <laughs> for, Gen, for Gen V. I'm sure it's probably cool, but I just... Gotta get the main series right, you know. Third season was entertaining, but something was just I had issues with that finale, the third act, especially what they did to uh what's his name? Black Noir. Oh. That was fucking atrocious what they did to that character. <laughs> so but hopefully hopefully Gen V is good. Hopefully season four of the boys is good. Yeah, I saw that, man. Yeah, VFW. That's right. I hope so. You don't want to milk it, and then it's not, not good anymore. So, yeah. Bless you. We're probably going to wrap it up in a little bit, guys. So, if any questions or anything, probably going to wrap it up in like five minutes. But we had fun. Had fun hanging out today. Blu-ray reviewing. Hopefully you guys are interested in some of them, especially Fighting Back. <laughs> Check out Fighting Back. Heather wants to see Haunted Mansion. All right. Gotta love Danny DeVito. Uh. 
No particular thoughts on Barbie or Oppenheimer. Yeah. Didn't care to see Barbie. <laughs> it's not my type of film. And Oppenheimer, um, um, Nolan kind of soured me with Tenet. Never got to finish it. Um, I'll probably uh, eventually get it if it comes on hbo we'll maybe watch, we'll watch it when it yeah, comes to streaming but yeah i'm i'm not gonna rush out to see it in the theater i'm not rushing out to see much in the theater anymore it's not really it's not really a priority for me yeah. i'm kissing a kitten live a monster. what is happening nah, 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 nah. Did you guys see the Red Letter Media's 12 Angry Men Christopher Nolan style video? Oh. It is hilarious. <laughs> you gotta watch it. Watch their review of Oppenheimer. They actually like the movie, but their 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 issues with it are you know are you know, valid to them, right? But you gotta watch. You saw it. <laughs> this is hysterical. But they released it separately. If you don't want to watch the whole entire Oppenheimer review, yeah. they released just the twelve. If Christopher Nolan directed Twelve Angry Men, it is hysterical. You gotta watch it. Not anymore, Severio. Which one? It has secretly has Barbie dolls in the closet. I used to have Barbies. I I I'm, I was a girl once. <laughs> it was a girl once. My Barbies were kind of. Now you're mutant. My my Barbies were kind of not that great looking though. I didn't take care of them. I used to play Ghostbusters with my Barbies. <laughs> oh, it's fun. We did all crazy shit with our toys. This is the whole point. Yeah. Imagination. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So if you guys are channel members or patrons, we're all going to be hanging out uh, Friday. We're going to be watching The Hidden. I have never seen it. I know I'm fired. I know I'm fired. I know everyone's got the pitchforks and torches right now. But I'm going to watch it with the channel members. We're all going to watch it together, channel members and patrons, this Friday. So. If you want to join, you got to become a member. Uh, Toxic Crusaders, yeah. Kelly's Kelly says she cut her Barbie's hair. I I had my very first Barbie doll. Betty Davis is a cutie. She is. She's a cutie. She showed me a a, a video of her when she was young in a really, movie. Really young, yeah. And it took me a while. I was like, wait a minute, is that yeah. is that Betty Davis? It took me a while. Yeah. She's so cute. Oh my God! What a cutie! Yeah, I know Travel my, Chief. I've never seen it. My so very we're gonna first, watch it Friday. My very first Barbie doll. For some yeah. reason, I I I think I cut her hair, and for some reason, I don't know how old I was when I first had her. Yeah, I used to chew on her. <laughs> what your Barbies? The first one. Oh. first one I ever owned. We all bit our toys. Don't oh, know, weird. Don't know did why. Weird shit. Don't know why. Uh, he wants to know how old is Gizmo then. Um. My mom thinks he's a paw about eight to nine weeks. He's he's really underdeveloped. Like I said, he's had issues. So. Yeah, so we're trying to we're trying to rescue him. We're trying to build him up. Yeah, he's getting there he's, though. That was he's Barbie dated He Man. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. He's gained a lot of weight since we've had him. So that's he's yeah. just over two pounds. So when we yeah. first got him, he was eleven ounces. Yeah. So he's doing really well. Yeah. That's right. He-Man's son. Skeletor, baby. That's right. Represent. They can't get He-Man right anymore. Uh, they can't well, get him right. Well, 
There was a there was a panel at Comic Con. <laughs> and Kevin Smith was there talking about everything Master of the Universe. And I'm like, why? You're not gonna you're not gonna do more of the show that nobody liked. The the live action movie, I think they gave up on it finally. Because okay. it's been in pre-production hell. I think they just That's cut never it. Just, they just cut them it. Before. So I'm just like, just just stop it. <laughs> if you're not gonna do mess, if you're not gonna do mess of the universe right, just don't just leave it alone. Oh, Gizmo is now the mascot of Movie Dojo Army mascot. We have a couple of mascots. Yeah. Evil. That's it. Kevin wants him on a shirt. Ow. (laughs) That'll be that'll be the shirt. Gizmo biting the finger (laughs) and Lady Fabla going, (laughs) looking like Jackie Chan getting shot in the end of New Fist of Fury. Oh no, no. Hey, Golden's Journey. Hey, brother. Thanks again for hanging out, man. Appreciate it. Ow. You evil little monster. <laughs> if you guys are wondering, this is, I had to buy her this shirt. I know a lot of you got it already, but if you never got it, the wise guys, it's literally Three Stooges, but in the Goodfellas poster artwork. That's how we roll. That's how we roll. <laughs> I had to buy her that. I'm, uh, the other shirt, the Golden Girls. I got her the Golden Girls as the craft. Mm-hmm. That lineup from the movie The Craft. Yes. Got to have fun, man. Got to do it. Yes. <laughs> he also got me um, Pee Wee's Big Adventure in oh. Akira. <laughs> I forgot so about instead that. Of, yeah. Instead of the guy walking up to the motorcycle, it's Pee Wee walking up to his bicycle. Yeah, it's it's brilliant. It's brilliant. Yeah. Actually, speaking of Akita, hold on a second. Where is he? Where is he? Where is he? Uh, I don't know. I don't want to step on him. Oh, he's in the kitchen eating. Exclusive. Uh-oh. Channel exclusive. Oh. This fell. Oh, okay. So in my Comic-Con blog, my Comic-Con blog video, I basically said, well, I'm not going to be buying anything. <laughs> well, I, I cheated and I uh, got something for Lady Fat. She was mad at me, but then she gave me a hug afterwards. She doesn't like it when I buy her stuff. But uh, check out this artwork right here, man. What? What? I can't see. What? It's, yeah, it's hard because there's a lot of glare. There you go. Akita fighting. Tetsuo. Well, Tetsuo. It's Tetsuo and Kaneda. Yeah. Yeah, this is some awesome artwork. And the artist signed it. Yeah, I had to get her that. So there you go. Channel exclusive. We didn't post this anywhere else. <laughs> I love y'all. Yeah. I love you. Yeah. <laughs> Yo. Well. Facts. Well. Facts. <laughs> well. They enjoyed the artwork. They enjoyed the artwork, and we enjoyed hanging out with you badasses, but we're going to go ahead and wrap it up and finally get something to eat so we won't pass out. <laughs> uh, no, we own this. Uh, shout out to Nina Lusik from Germany, but we have not watched it yet. 
That's a that's a huge. I have a two huge stacks of Blu-rays over here. Blu-rays that we've had for years. <laughs> We're not. I'm just now chipping away and uh, trying to trying to get that. So more off-the-shelf reviews coming to all you channel members. Yeah, coming soon. We're reviewing all that stuff. Kevin, Savannah is very good. Everybody is doing good. Savannah yeah. is being a good big sister. Also. Yes. Yeah, she's she's being a good big sister to little Gizmo. But you guys are awesome. Yes. Goodbye, my child. We love you guys. Kelly, it's good seeing you. Awesome. Thanks again, guys. All of you that are watching right now, hey, we appreciate you tuning in and hanging out with us, talking movies, having fun, which is what we love doing. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe to the video. Check out the merch store, all that good stuff. Become a channel member for exclusive perks. Uh, but a really quick run rundown. Highly recommend Hugo from Arrow Video. That's right. Highly recommend you guys check that out. New Fist of Fury. That's right. If you must own everything Jackie Chan low way, well, now you are in. You, you, you're, you're in for it. You, you have a treat. And, of course, the amazing, extremely unexpected, Fighting back. <laughs> That's right. I forgot to show these images. We were having too much fun talking about the movie. Fighting back is a must. Is a must. That's right. Recommend those. And of course, Magic Cop is a must. Pick it up. And you know, you know, you got to go out there and you got to buy some McBain, baby. You know, I had to show the clip one more time. <laughs> Uh, we love you guys, but don't forget tomorrow, uh, action film autopsy, Rick Myers and friends. We have some guest, special guests. They're uh, going to be talking about Mission Impossible and all that stuff. We're going to have some fun tomorrow, 6 p.m. Pacific time tomorrow, and uh, a lot of other cool stuff coming to the channel next week. So see you guys. Bless you. We love you. Salute. Keep watching movies. Keep buying that physical media. Keep having fun. And uh, we'll see you badasses on the next one. Take care, guys. Gizmo.